Here we go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast, episode 70, the greatest podcast in the history of mankind. I am your host, Dusty Smith. Howdy. It's me, Dusty. Hope everybody had a good weekend. Did you have a good Halloween? Did you do anything? Let me know about it. Have a great show planned for you tonight, as always. Gonna shit on Ricky Gervais a little bit. Or as I like to call him, Gervas. Ricky Gervas. And we're gonna uh, shit on Blair White a little bit. Gonna talk about all kinds of cool stuff. First, check on the chat. What do you gotta say? Hey, man. Hey, chatters. What's up, David uh, Moschella? How you doing tonight? Ola, Ola, the Shadow B. Hello, Honest Red. It's alive! Hell yeah. What's up, Sophie Lovestrom? What up, Dustin from New York? 100, 100, 100. Ivan Card Cardenas. Hell yeah. The man is here. Hey, where else would I be? It's Monday night. Got to be hanging out with you guys on a Monday night because I love you guys. This is my joy. I'm really honored I get to do this. So I appreciate all you guys joining me tonight. Uh, dude, you scared the fuck out of me. You ought to be scared. Boom, motherfuckers. I'm terrified. Uh, what's up, Piero? What's up, everybody? How you doing? All right, what's cracking, Dusty? Everything on the world. My fingernails, my... my. There you go, some cracking. Boom! Hells yeah, there you go. What up, homie? All right, cool, cool, cool. Let's jump in the show. As always, you want to support the show? Please consider supporting me on Patreon. Got to start with a fucking commercial, because how else am I going to make money, right? We're down to $805 a month. Uh, we lost a lot of money last month, because we always do that. At the beginning of the month, people are like, fuck you, Dusty, and they leave, so... If you can afford a dollar or two to help the show out so I don't have to go work at Walmart and I can continue to do the show for years to come, please consider supporting me on Patreon. Most of the money I get goes to the Human Society of Mississippi Animal Sanctuary where we rescue cute little dogs and kittens that are about to be put down and give them a forever home in this giant-ass old house here. So we're doing good work. If you can help me out, help me the fuck out. What you jabba-jabbing about? As always, we got a cat cast going on. I'm surrounded by 10 cats. So we'll see how the fuck that goes. If you hear a lot of slamming, a lot of things falling over, it's because the cats are assholes. You know how it is. And as always, easiest way to support the show is Super Chats. Lifeblood of the show. No questions dodged. Every question answered. I answer every fucking thing you guys ask me. So you can give shout outs to your friends. Tell me jokes. You can shit on me. Whatever it is, I'll read it. You, got, you guys can see my uh, live response to whatever you say to me. Will I be embarrassed? Will I freak out? Will I not know what the fuck I'm talking about? It's all possible. Super Chats! Um, Vosh looks really bad with a Jesse Peterson interview. Okay, I gotta check that out. Don't Please don't step on my keyboard, baby. Okay, don't step on the keyboard. Let me move this over here, okay? Because that'll fuck my shit up. I know, right? You want to say hello to the peoples? Come here and say hello to the peoples. Hey, this is Miss Misty. Oh, Miss Misty, I love you so much. How are you doing today, you purry thing? Oh, Daddy loves you, yeah. You so soft, Miss Misty. You gonna sit in my lap? You gonna sit in my lap? All right, you can sit in my lap, baby. Yeah, we can see your cat ass. Yeah, put your cat ass right in my face. Could you Could you put your cat ass more directly in my face, please? I just want your ass, like, right in my nose, if that's possible. Thank you, Misty. I love you for that. Anyway, Super Chats, that'd be a great way to support the cats. And you hadn't had a chance to check out the Vosh thing yet. We're going to check out that. Uh, apparently, Vosh looks really bad with Jesse Lee Peterson interview. So I'll probably cover that on the next show. Should have got around to covering this show, but I got lazy. And Ann Aspitch, who's always the first to Super Chat me. Love you, Ann. So hey, Dusty, can you give a shout out to my sweetie, Norm? What's up, Norm? You got a good woman there. Hang on to her. He's a great guy and has put up with my craziness for 15 years. Looking forward to the show. Really appreciate that. You're a great supporter. And I appreciate you tuning in. 
So uh, let me check the chat one more time, see what you guys have to say. Also, I am broadcasting on both Facebook and Twitch. Uh, so if you guys want to watch me on either one of those, you absolutely can do that. Love you too. Later. Well, later, Shelly. Uh, what's up, Brian? Hey, Art. Hope everybody's doing good tonight. So, uh, all right, let's jump on in and start talking about the Ricky Gervais. Uh, yeah, I gave Vosh a lot of shit for going on the GLP, and I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. Sorry, I'm busy. I got a whole fucking goddamn animal sanctuary to take care of all the time. You know, guys, how much work this is? It's a lot of fucking work taking care of all these animals all the goddamn time with everything else I got going on. So excuse me for not having time to watch fucking Bosch on some goddamn Jesse Lee Peterson yet, but I'm working on it, motherfuckers. It's gonna happen. Just wait. I'm worth the wait, ain't I? Um, all right. Let's just jump into the show. We're gonna jump into shit on Ricky Gervais a little bit. So I went over this a little bit in my last show, but uh, other things have happened since then. So we're going to cover it. So for those who watched the last show, you saw what happened. Basically, um, Ricky Gervais started retweeting Piers Morgan. Shut-ass Piers Morgan. Like, just one of the biggest assholes in the fucking world. Transphobic asshole Piers Morgan. Like, it's what he's known for. He's known for being a transphobic bigot. So obviously, Ricky Gervais, who is also sort of a transphobic bigot, is going to retweet the fuck out of him because... Ricky Gervais is fucking sensitive as fuck about the trans issue. He don't take criticism well at all. So anyway, Chrissy pointed out that he was uh, retweeting this asshole with Ricky Gervais and Boomerception. Hell yeah, that's totally true. You know, I don't like calling people boomers, but I think uh, if anybody deserves to be called a boomer this week, it's probably Ricky Gervais. And um, then Cat Black pointed out, yeah, you guys all tell the fucking same joke over and over again. Here's Piers Morgan again. Happy Halloween. I identify as a pumpkin. <laughs> no. No, it's not funny. And it's not because I don't, we don't have a sense of humor, folks. It's not because, like, we don't find comedy funny. Like, I like lots of fucking funny shit. I watch comedians all the time. It's just that it's like a dad joke at this point. Like, you guys keep telling the same joke over and over again. And then you act like it's some kind of genius comedy. And it's just cringe. It's like, oh, God. Like, really? That's that's the only joke you guys can think of? It's just really embarrassing at this point, right? It's like the the lowest level of comedy. And uh, as Vadim pointed out, this is the joke that Jervas tells over and over again. I identify as a scarlet woman. I identify as a comedian. I identify as a poor green lesbian, though. I identify as thin. I identify as black. I mean, 13,000 likes. I mean, it's just stupid, right? It's just the stupid same shit over and over and over again that for some reason they think it's hilarious. But it's just... It's cringe at this point. It's really fucking cringe. Suboptimal. And uh, so Cat Black kind of, you know, just called it out. Cat Black wasn't butthurt about it or anything. She's just pointing out what we're all thinking. Like, there are some people who generally find this joke not only funny, but also original and edgy. And it's not. This is not an edgy joke. You, you can't tell them the same joke a billion times and be like, you're some edgy, cutting-edge comedian. <gasps> I'm saying what everybody else is afraid to say. No, you're literally saying what everybody else is saying over and over and over again. This is like as edgy as a fucking bowling ball. You know, it's as edgy as a pizza cutter. I mean, you don't know, like seriously. Uh, I, and uh, so she just pointed out that he's telling the same joke over and over again, kind of like Vadim did, right? And so uh, Ricky Gervais, man, this guy is so fragile. I have never seen a celebrity that is this fragile. And that's saying a lot, folks, because celebrities are general, generally very fragile. They, they get their ass kissed all the time. They get their dick sucked all the time. People have to tell them what genius they are and how great they are. But man, some of these guys, when they get criticism, they just fucking fall the fuck apart. It rocks the whole world. And Rich, Ricky Gervais is one of those people, right? He uh, he just he just can't fucking take it. Here he is. Thanks for following. 
And of course, I pointed out on my uh, my last show, this was his response that he deleted. I knew he was going to fucking delete it. But basically, when they were asking him, I mean, can't you tell a different joke? I mean, you said it's the same joke over and over again. It's getting cringe at this point. You know, can't you write a new joke? And his response, of course, is, I will when people stop paying me millions for this one. That's right, folks. Ricky Gervais is so rich. Look how rich he is. He lights his cigars with $50 bills. He's so fucking cool and rich and genius. He's rich because he's a genius, you know, and he wants all of you to know it. Hell yeah, rich as fuck. But, I mean, this, there's no way to make yourself more unlikable than this, Ricky. I mean, seriously, at a time where people in the world are struggling just to feed themselves, to get by, bankrupt from medical bills, and the difference between the rich and the poor has never been greater in this world. And assholes like you, look how rich I am. <laughs> you peons, you don't, you, you can't enjoy my genius. You can't recognize how smart I am by telling the same jokes over and over again. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, just it's just unlikable. It makes you incredibly fucking unlikable. So, of course, you know, he, he took shit for being a douchebag, for being an asshole, for being unlikable. People were like, ah, dude. Seriously, you're not making yourself look good with this. You're making yourself look like a... a uh-oh. Hey, be nice. You be nice to each other. None of that shit. No, sir, Mr. Half-Stash. All right, we're flying without a net right now. Cool, cool, cool. So anyway, obviously Ricky Gervais didn't take it fucking well, right? He has the, like I said, the fucking biggest ego... And the people with the biggest ego usually are incredibly fucking fragile because that's how your ego makes you, right? Your ego makes the world centered around you. And so when people shit on you, you just can't fucking take it. You're like, oh my God, it can't be me because I'm a fucking genius and I'm a multimillionaire. I got paid like $40 million for my ne- last Netflix stand-up. So it can't be me. It's got to be everybody else. So what did he do? He went out and he decided to own the libs by publicly shouting out and praising Blair White. Here he is, Ricky Gervais. Blair White, keep up the great work. You're an important, you're an important fearless voice. Uh, first of all, what? She's not a fearless voice. Blair White literally blocks anybody who even mildly criticizes her, even politely, for any reason. Like one of the largest cowards ever. But it's pretty clear why Ricky Gervais is doing this, right? It's for twofold. It's uh, for one. It's because. In his mind, he thinks that if he praises a trans person, regardless of who the trans person is, that proves he can't be transphobic. This is how so many of these transphobes are. They pick out this one particular trans person that they actually support. That's actually the type of trans person they get behind. And they convince themselves that all the other trans people that they're shitting on constantly or they're making fun of, you know, it's... It's fine. They, they can't be transphobic as long as they support this one trans person. And secondly, it's because there's, there's no doubt Ricky Gervais knows who Blair White is. He knows that she's a full-throated Donald Trump MAGA supporter. He knows that she is a right-wing Republican darling. And he, he has to know that she's famous for shitting on trans people. She's much, much uh, hated, I would say, in the trans community because she's a trans sellout. She is there to make transphobic bigots feel better about being transphobic bigots because she, because she gives them permission because they agree with this one trans person they can accept. And when she is shitting on everybody else who is trans, because she's the one good one, they're like, see, see, I support her. I can't be transphobic. So that's, in my opinion, exactly what Ricky Gervais is doing. He's trying to own the libs because his ego is so fucking fragile. I guarantee you next up is going to be Ricky Gervais in a MAGA hat. Are you triggered, libs? Did I trigger you with my edginess? No, we roll our eyes at you, dude. 
I mean, you're like the you're like the embarrassing grandpa at Thanksgiving. I know that's rich coming from me because I'm a boomer too. But like, you're just like the embarrassing grandpa, old uncle at Thanksgiving who no one is like triggered by you. We're just like, oh my god, dude, you're so sad at this point. Like, holy, how did you become like this? Because you used to be funny. Like, you used to do things that were respectable and that instead of telling the same joke over and over again and getting so butthurt by somebody pointing out that it's just a lame joke at this point, you know, you, you think you could rein that ego in a little bit and take the criticism better. You would be so much cooler if you did that. If you just said, hey, like, I realize you guys are right. You know, you, I t- keep telling the same stupid joke about trans people, the same I identify as this and that over and over again. It's the same joke that Paul Joseph Watson tells, the same joke that Dave Rubin tells, the same joke that Steven Crowder tells. Every right-wing chud on the internet tells this joke constantly. And I understand, like, it's sad that I, I keep saying the same cringy-ass shit that all these conservative people say. You know, and I, I, I hear your feedback. And I'm taking it to heart. I'm just to make myself better. That will make you so fucking cool, but you can't because your ego won't let you. So you got to double down on it because uh, you're, you know, you're just sad at this point, in my opinion. Sad, rich, old, middle-aged man who can't take criticism. So I thought I would show you a little bit uh, why Blair White is such a piece of shit and go over this with you. But it's like I said, I just explained this, but it's very simple, folks. This is, this is, and I'm saying this to make fun of people like Ricky Gervais, but there's a lot of them out there. I support one particular type of trans person who has both the money and the desire to have lots and lots of surgery and take lots and lots of drugs to pass to my standards. So regardless of how I treat all the other types of trans people, I can't be transphobic. But no, you're still transphobic. Just because you don't, see, in my opinion, people like Ricky Gervais and all these conservative assholes, they find most trans people icky. You know, it's something that, even though trans people have been around for a long time, it's recently where it's more acceptable. So trans people are, are more front and center in our media. And uh, I think they found it awkward. Oh, my God. Just anybody can claim they're a woman now and be a woman? <gasps> That's so silly. That's so stupid. I can't accept that. But I'm not a transphobe because I accept this one particular type of trans person. Somebody like Blair White, who they look like a woman, they act like a woman, they do whatever it takes to pass, and I accept that. So I don't have a problem with trans people, but you do. Because that's only one specific type of trans person. There are so many other types. There are a lot of trans women out there, and men, who don't want to take lots of drugs or don't have the money. They don't want to have lots of surgeries, or they don't have the money to do so. They just want to be accepted for who they are. And the fact that you guys continuously don't accept it for the heart makes you a tr- transphobic. That's exactly what it is. You don't have to like it, but it's the fucking truth. And in my opinion, that's the kind of uh, attitude Ricky Gervais is having right now. But um, let me skip ahead here. Uh, yeah. So let's go over why you, Ricky Gervais, who claims that you're this liberal who uh, you know espouses liberal rights and wants to progress society, should not be using your platform to advertise conservative shitheads like Blair White, transphobic conservative shitheads. So here's a great example. Uh, this groper, if you don't know what gropers are, look it up. But the they're like the uh, evolution of the Keck people, of the Kekistani frogs. And you thought the Kekistani frogs were embarrassing and cringe. The gropers take that cringe to a whole fucking new level. It's just, it's, oh God, it's just embarrassing. Anyway. So this groper gets on there and decides to shit on gay people, right, with this format. LGBT, I'm gay. Everyone else, K. LGBT, I'm really fucking gay. Everyone else, K. LGBT, teach your kids about it or you're a bigot. Everyone else, okay, that's a little too far. LGBT, you, fuck you, fascist. Everyone else, okay, this movement has gone too far. LGBT, oh my God, I'm so oppressed. Yep, yeah, that's right. 
Fuck you, gay people. You're oppressed because of your own doing. It's all your own fault. It's not like gay people have been oppressed for, you know, ever since the beginning of human history. It's not like you've been killed, murdered. It's not like in some countries you're still killed, murdered. It's not like in Russia right now they have websites that target gay people for murder. It's not like you've been dragged behind cars and tortured. No, you're doing this to yourself because you're such intolerant assholes. You kind of deserve whatever you get. So Blair White, of course, sees this ridiculous meme meant to shit on gay people who Blair White in the past, I believe, has called herself gay. And she's like, yeah, man, I gotta get in on that. How can I use this to shit on trans people? And so that's exactly what she did. She took this Jesse, Jessica Yaniv situation. And before I get started on this, let me explain to you guys. I did a video on Jessica Yaniv before Blair White did. A lot of people are saying, I didn't see anybody calling out Jessica Yaniv before Blair White did. Bull fucking shit. My video came out before hers did. And if you watch her videos, I'm not saying she copied my video, but the video were incredibly similar. What she said was incredibly similar to my video. And yes, I fought for trans rights all the time. We discuss trans rights all the time. We, we discuss trans issues all the time. But almost everybody universally was shitting on Jessica and Eve. We covered this extensively. So don't pretend like Blair White was the first one to call this out or the trans community wasn't fucking calling out Jessica and Eve. Yes. Yes, they were. So she's taking this situation with Jessica and Eve and she's trying to use it to shit on trans people in general. And so instead of uh, instead of putting here Jessica or a single trans person, she just says trans, basically to put what Jessica Yaniv's doing as an umbrella for all trans people or for most trans people or for the trans community or whatever you want to call it in order to shit on them. So she's like, trans, I'm trans, society K. Trans, here are my pronouns, society K. Trans people, wax my balls, give me hormones to kids or you're a bigot. A society, okay, that's a little too far. Fuck you, fascist. Okay, fuck it, then I give up. Oh my God, why does everyone hate me? So 85,000 likes for this. She's just a transphobic bigot, folks. Any chance she can get to shit on trans people, the trans people that are not like her, that's what she does. Because, you know, like I said, she's the token for conservatism. She's the good one that allows transphobes to justify their transphobia by liking her, you know, by agreeing with her. And she just shouts out transphobia all day long. And that's her gig. That's how she made money, folks. Everybody always praises her about how well she passes. The reason she passes so well is because she sold out the trans community and her fellow trans people so much. She's made tons of money to be allowed to have all these surgeries to allow her to pass. That's exactly what it is. She's a fucking... Aunt, Aunt Tom, I'll call her. Because if I call her Uncle Tom, people get mad at me for that. She's an Aunt Tom. That's exactly what she is. This has nothing to do with the trans community or trans people. They're not like this. This was one particular people that is almost universally shit on by trans people. And she's just using them to be a transphobic big. So there's example number one. We have a lot of examples of this, folks. Bear with me. We're going to go across. We're going to go through this. Here's some other things that she said to say. Respect is earned, and the transgender community does very little in the public eye that deserves respect. I mean, what the fuck? What are the trans community doing? They're, they're not doing anything wrong as far as I can see. For the most part, they've been very respectful. All they want is the same rights everybody else has. All they want to do is not be shit on or hated simply because they feel like they're a different gender than they were assigned at birth. I mean, what's wrong with that? And at the same time... It's not really up to the people in society who have the least amount of power to change society. It is up to us who actually have the power in society to lift them up and, and help them have equal rights. Not expect them to do all the work themselves. So it's just her way of shitting on fucking trans people once again. And this is kind of interesting because her buddy Lauren Southern jumps in here. Remember Lauren Southern? 
White supremacist Lauren Southern has the first or second most popular video on the internet about white genocide, the Great Replacement Theory, which was named in the manifestos of multiple right-wing white supremacist mass murdering shooters. Remember her, folks? Yeah, you remember her, right? Well, her and Blair are good buddies. So uh, I was like, I would love to know what she said here because this is something that Blair deleted eventually because that's what these people do. Her and Shoe on Head, they go back through and they delete all the evidence of their past wrongdoings. They, they, don't, they usually don't own up to them. They just kind of sweep it under the rug and pretend like they never happened. Um, this is how they avoid criticism. But anyway, I was like, I'd love to know what Lauren Southern said here that Blair White was so ready to agree with. Well, it turns out I fucking found it. This is what she said. It's this meme that she posted here. And of course... You'll be unsurprised. White supremacist conservative darling Lauren Southern posted this thing to shit on gay people. That's what Blair White was uh, saying. She agrees with so much. It's accurate. I don't, I just don't get it. Why are there still Americans who don't think I should get married because I'm gay? It's like they think we're just these weird perverts instead of regular people with emotions and feelings. If only there was some way to show them this and break the weird sexual deviant stereotype i got it look at me gay slur yeah so basically it's all your fault gay people that's the reason that people don't want you to get married it has nothing to do with the the, the bible or the fact they believe that your lifestyle is sinful and gonna make you burn in hell for eternity no you're causing it on yourself you're to blame gay people that's right uh and of course blair white johnny on the spot i agree accurate Lauren Southern, you are so accurate in this display that makes fun of gay people and blames them for the hatred they've received. Good Lord, just as big a fucking sellout as you could possibly be. But earn that money, Blair White. Earn that money so you can have a few more surgeries so that the bigots that hate every other trans person can fucking accept you, right? Because that's all you really give a fuck about. The fact that you're upset, you're, you're accepted, regardless of how all the other trans people are treated, right? At least they love you. At least Ricky Gervais is shouting you out, right? That's all that matters. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck about the gay people you throw under the bus? Who gives a fuck about the trans people you throw on the bus? It's all about you, Blair, right? Right. But we're just getting started shitting on Blair White. Shitting on Blair White. So she tweeted this and, of course, immediately deleted it because she's a fucking coward. This is the brave. You're so brave, Blair White, as Ricky Gervais would say. I've literally never been denied by a man because I'm trans. Maybe you're just unlikable as shit. That's right. Blair White is so hot that no man would ever resist her just because she's trans, even though men continuously, all day, every day, admit on the internet that they would not date a trans woman simply because she's trans. I've seen them say that continuously. They've said it to me directly. So you're full of shit, Blair White. I'm sorry. There are a lot of dudes out there who will not date you simply because you're trans, and they say so all the fucking time. But, you know, it's this is Blair White's M.O., right? I'm so fucking hot. Look at all the surgeries I've had. Oh, my God. Every man wants me. If you're a trans woman who doesn't get a man, then that's because you're unlikable. Be more like me. One of the good ones. But uh, no, thank you. I would pretty much date any trans woman on earth or even man at this point over you. Your personality makes you so unbelievably fucking unattractive. It's not even funny. Um, so anyway, let's keep going with shit. No, Blair White. Remember all the times that Blair White used Jessica Neve 
who has been universally condemned by the trans community to repeatedly attack trans people in general. This is her first video. New video exposing trans predator Jessica Yaniv. The disgusting messages to young girls. Hosting topless parties for kids and more. Why isn't the trans community condemning this? That's right, you evil trans community. Why do you support pedophilia, trans community? Why do you support this evil asshole who is abusing children, trans community? I was right about the trans community all the time, right? I was so right about how evil you... No! The trans community, as soon as they found out about this, most people didn't even fucking know about this until people like me started calling it out. But as soon as they found out about this, they universally were like, fuck this! Hell no! This... I was going to say bitch, but that's a gender slur. This... I won't say crazy too, but that's ableist. I got to learn my words, but... Uh... <laughs> It's clear Jessica Yaniv is mentally ill, and we do not support Jessica Yaniv. That's pretty much universally what everybody was saying. But of course, Blair White's got to take every opportunity she can to throw trans people under the bus and shit on the trans community. That's what tokenism is all about, folks. She just wants to be the good one that's accepted and fuck everybody else. That's her mindset. Just a, like a character from Mean Girls. Like, there's a reason that her and Shoe on Head are such friends. These are characters from movies. Like, if these people came out in the 80s and they were characters in movies, we would all universally hate them. But now they're on YouTube, where conservatives have taken over fucking YouTube, where the anti-SJW community has taken over YouTube, and now somehow these fucking people are heroes being shouted out by supposed lefties like Ricky Gervais. That's the fucking crazy, bizarre world we're living in right now. The kind of world where Trump would be president. And also, I had lots of examples of this on my old account. Before a shoe on heads fan base decided to have my account permanently blocked and banned. But here's just one example of the many I had. Remember all the times that Blair posted pictures of trans and non-binary people who didn't pass to her standards so that her audience could relentlessly mock them? She did this all the fucking time. She would find pictures of people that she knew exactly what would happen. She knew her conservative asshole fan base would just mock the fuck out of these people because they're different, right? Oh my God, look at these SJWs. <laughs> this is what feminism leads to. <laughs> and so that's what she did. And that's exactly what happened. 5,000 likes on this. Uh, 575 comments, the vast majority of them were just making fun of these people because they're different, because they don't pass like Blair White does, because they probably don't want to pass. And in my opinion, they're kind of slaying this look. Like, who, like, at some point, you have to ask yourself, Blair, are you the bad guy? And the answer is yes. Yes, you are the bad guy. Absolutely. But just another example of her throwing trans and non-binary under the bus every, every fucking chance she can get. And, uh, Hey, here's a few more tweets. Let's let's read a few more while we're at it. What's up, baby? How you doing? All right, stay over there. I'm not a white nationalist, but they don't scare me. Every other race group in America advocates for their own interest. It's everywhere. Yeah. What's wrong with having white pride and advocating for your white heritage? Nothing wrong with that. Everybody else does it. It's never led to anything bad ever, has it, folks? And, uh, all right, I already showed that one. Uh. I want to see what would happen if I wore my Trump hat in public. Hollywood ended up bloody and covered in alcohol. So I'd say not all that shocking. Uh, she faked this, in my opinion. I've already covered this, but she basically wore a Trump hat. And in my opinion, she faked it. You can watch the video and there's like weird edits where it's pretty clear she edited out parts of it that she didn't want people to see when she supposedly had this drink thrown in her face. So completely... Uh, in my opinion, uh, uh, she's a liar, in my opinion. You know, she dishonest, an incredibly dishonest human being who would do anything to become famous, regardless of what it is, even fake an attack against herself. And uh, 
I think this. I think Steph, Stephanie Lee. This is a person that uh, Blair basically publicly called a pedophile wrongly. She got him confused, and then she was called out for it. Didn't apologize. I was fine until people called me a pedo. I had a panic attack, and I'm highly triggered. I spent years being sexually assaulted as a child. Uh, I don't know what whoa fought. What does that mean? Blair to make this rumor up and have people all in my DMs calling me a pedo. Yep, that's another thing she did. You are you are also a pedophile, a predator. You're a disgusting blight on humanity. So another person she's thrown under the bus. Horrible human bling, Blair White. And let's just read some more while we're at it. If it, if accepting trans people equals 11-year-olds transitioning, which I guess she means uh, puberty blockers, which is not transitioning. It's a delaying of puberty until you decide if you want to fully go into transitioning, right? Dating trans people, you're a bigot. Then don't expect, or biological males destroying women in sports. Uh, I guess she's talking about uh, Fallon Fox, who is a D-level fighter, or was a D-level fighter. She's retired now, but she was a D-level fighter in a D-level section of MMA. Like she wasn't in the UFC. She wasn't in even uh, Bellator or any of those organizations. She was in a D-level organization losing to D-level fighters. So she wasn't a biological male destroying women in sports. She would have got destroyed by any top tier talent in the UFC in the female category. So this is just another lie. Just another way you can throw trans people under the bus. Whatever she can do to throw trans people under the bus every day. That's what Blair White is all about. Just a giant fucking piece of shit. And new video. A record number of teens, young women, are now detransitioning because they realize they made a mistake. This is the logical conclusion of treating gender and serious medical procedures as a fad. This is dark. This is just basically her version of calling out trans trenders. With no evidence whatsoever to back any of this up about all these people that are now detransitioning. She's just throwing this out there. This is red meat. See? We were right all along. Transgender people are just mentally ill. And now we're realizing it. They're all detransitioning. Society should have listened to us. But no, man. This is dark. Just throw them on her bus. Anything she can do to throw the trans community under the bus. And, uh... You guys remember when she purposely picked this thumbnail of this completely innocent person and uh, put them in a title exposing a pedo drag queen who is allowed to read to children at drag queen story hour. This is sick. And it's very obvious why she picked this thumbnail because the actual person she was talking about passed too easily. And so wasn't nearly as scary enough to her audience. So because she obviously wanted to spread transphobic fear to her bigoted audience, she picked this thumbnail of this completely innocent person in her title about a pedo drag queen. And it's very obvious why she did this, right? She picked the thumbnail of this innocent person in her title about pedo drag queens. It's because the bearded guy is scarier and does a better job of stirring transphobic fear in her audience. And I called him a guy because he's a, a drag queen. And normally drag queens... Uh, do like when they're not dressed as drag they use the male pronouns uh drag queens are not the same as transgender or transsexuals so but if his pronouns are not he they or he or, or uh, he him i apologize for misgendering him but anyway clearly that's why she did that just because this picture was much more scary to her bigot audience and that's what she does she makes clickbait pictures and click make titles and in, in order to you know scare people and she probably knows what anybody who is on YouTube for a while knows is the vast majority of people that watch your videos don't watch the whole thing. A lot of them just see the title and don't even watch the video to begin with. They just see the thumbnail and the title. It's like how conservatives treat 
most uh, stories that they put on their Twitter. They just read the title and they make a big deal about the title and they shit on liberals because of the title, but they don't actually read the article. That's how most of Blair White's and other conservatives on the internet are. They just look at the fucking title and the thumbnail and then they jump to conclusions and they're reactionary about it. And uh, that's exactly why she put that thumbnail on there. Just to further throw her, not her, but the trans community under the bus. I won't say it's her trans community because she's in no way connected to them. She's such a, a, an amazing piece of shit. And a few more. Intersectional, intersectional trans feminists depressed, mentally ill. Black Lives Matter. Yeah. It's not blackface, folks. It's clearly just a charcoal mask. And the fact that she specifically hashtag Black Lives Matter shouldn't in any way make you think that she was trying to do blackface. No, folks. It's you making a mountain out of a molehill, right? And uh, curious to any response to this question. While I agree that violence should be the last resort of achieving political goals, I'm curious how anyone plans to address the migrant crisis. Gassum! Yeah, Gassum, says definitely not racist Blair White. And if he ain't Aryan, we ain't Marion. That's right. You gotta be at least this white to ride this ride. They don't call her Blair White for nothing. Loves her crackers, don't she? And hey, well, all right, let's do a few more. Gonna finish it up. Rachel Dolenz is now jobless and living on food stamps. Wow, she's really dedicated to playing the part, isn't she? <laughs> Get it? Because black people are broke without jobs and on food stamps. She's just playing the role, folks. <laughs> I'm not racist at all. Nope. And uh, Trump is your president. Get over it. Yeah. He's made it to where trans people are no longer allowed in the military and where it's legally allowed to fire people simply because they're gay and trans. Get over it, everybody. So, yeah, Ricky. Awesome job you're doing there shouting at this horrible human being. What in the fuck is your problem, Rick? Yo, did I trigger you? Did I trigger you? You made me gr cringe. You made my eyes roll, Ricky. I mean, shit, dude. Like, I used to have a lot of respect for Ricky, but fuck. This ain't it, Chief. This ain't it. And so, after I did my last show, somebody wrote this article. I thought it was actually a really great article. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the original office, but okay, goddamn, I got to turn on my ad blocker. Fuck you, ad blocker. Pause on this side. Refresh the page. But uh, The Office was originally a BBC show that was co-created by Ricky Gervais. And um, his character on the show, his version of Michael Scott was called David Brent. And it was even a more insufferable character, if you can imagine it, than uh, Michael Scott. Right, At least Michael Scott had kind of an arc where he turned into the kind of good guy that you ended up liking. David Brent was pretty much just kind of a dick the whole fucking time. But anyway, real life Ricky Gervais has pretty much turned into his character from the UK office. David Brent's dreadful humiliations were often fueled by his obsession with the camera, his desire to escape the off-white dreary hellscape he inhabited, and transcend into television stardom, a position he firmly believed he was entitled to. Gervais' cringe-inducing creation was expertly crafted. Brent was absolutely insufferable, but not a bad person. His flaw was his love of attention, combined with an absence of charisma, taste, and comic timing. The man couldn't read the room to save his life, but was determined to force the world to laugh along, whether they found him funny or not. We all know someone like David Brent, that guy who just can't see himself for who he actually is, who would be perfectly likable if he just stopped self-sabotaging by trying to be edgy. The office ended more than a decade ago, and these days Ricky Gervais is 
exhibiting the same lack of self-awareness that defined his most famous creation. It's a surprising plot twist coming from a performer so observant of the oblivious. And it is, you know, it's it's sad to see it because a lot of uh, a lot of Ricky's shows and materials are about empathy, you know, and, and not punching down and pulling up those who are vulnerable. And yet his real personality is... <laughs> Rich I am. Are you triggered? Who cares? I love upsetting people. <laughs> and it's just, oh my God, dude, you're not like a real life joker. Seriously. It's just, it's just sad at this point. I guess it's like a, what, what character on Batman said that, that you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the victim. Was that Harvey Two-Face? That's fucking Ricky Gervais for you. Real disappointed in him, but hopefully... He'll uh, wake up and realize that he's on the wrong path. And like I was showing here, um, let's see. Oh, this one. Nope, not that one. Let's see. Is it this one? Nope, not that one. Even though that one looks like it's looking even bigger half. So where was it? This one right here. Yeah. Human centipede. Look at the people that you're attracting now, Ricky. Blair White, thanks, Ricky, and Iron Mouse Wrong, the wrongest boy on the internet. I love seeing people I like support each other. Yeah, when these are the people you're attracting, Ricky, you're on the wrong path, man. Course correct immediately. This ain't it, dude. Come on. And Ricky's always been a really good representative for atheism and stuff, so it's real disappointing to see him go down this road. Hopefully, hopefully he will see the error of his ways. But anyway, that's all I'm going to talk about, Ricky Gervais. What you guys got to say about that? I still like him somewhat, but I'm just disappointed. No gods, no masters. I heard that. It's called self-hate. True that. Yeah, a lot of people are like, how can Blair White be transphobic when she's trans? It's exactly the same way that so many of these Republican congressmen pass laws that are anti-gay and they get caught with rent boys. It's exactly the same way that house blacks mistreated field blacks, right? During the slavery days. It's exactly the same as every hypocrite has ever done Ever, right? It's exactly how Blair White can be trans and both be transphobic. Not hard to understand at all. It's how Jesse Lee Peterson can be black and he can be racist. And uh, Blair White basically is the Jesse Lee Peterson of the trans community. Even though she's not really a part of the trans community because they don't really accept her because she's such a horrible fucking human being. Um, That laugh is perfect, Ricky. I know. I haven't been practicing her anything. So Ricky should readjust. I know, right? Course correct immediately. Dusty thinks he's smarter than Ricky. I don't think I'm smarter than anybody. I think I'm a moron, but I definitely have my opinion, right? Everybody has a right to have their opinion. Everybody has a right to say their opinion. Um, Let's prevent suicides and murderers, okay? Yeah, he definitely seems pompous. Every time I see a picture of him, it's like he's trying to be more pretentious than the last fucking pictures. Uh, LOL, that black one. Um, All right. Let's read the super chats. Hopefully, oh, got a few super chats going here. Mexican Zoidberg. Hey, Dusty. I know a lot of people make fun of your whole setup and say you live like a hobo, but I really like it. It's really cozy and homey. Yeah, I agree. I have no problem with it. I live very poor. You know, I live within my means. I don't make a lot of money. Um, and uh, so, and I see the super chats are not very much tonight, and I won't make money much money off this show either, you know, but... Uh, it looks like I might have to maybe cut this show to one day a week, though, and start doing short videos again. I hate to do that because I really like this show and I want to keep doing this show, but the support just doesn't seem to be there for this show for whatever reason. 
And I'm not blaming anybody but myself. Like if I, it's the, the market is deciding, and if the market decides that I can't afford to do the show, then I won't do it. But anyway, um, appreciate that, Mexican Zoyberg. Uh, I I'm gonna keep doing as long as I can. PR two dollars. Use my two dollars as joint paper. I don't even buy weed anymore because I can't afford it. Sometimes people give it to me, but uh, I will buy kitty litter with it. Much rather spend that on kitty litter than weed for myself. But I appreciate that. Kessler, $5. I love your cats. You should bring one of them on as a co-host. Uh, how about Mr. Penguin? Come here, Mr. Penguin. Let me snatch up. Let me snatch up, Mr. Penguin. Let me snatch you right quick. Let me show everybody how pretty Mr. Penguin is. He's so pretty, Mr. Penguin. I know. I'm sorry. But you got to be my little star right quick, Mr. Penguin. Everybody wants to see how pretty you are. Yeah. You have a good life, Mr. Penguin. But I will kill you. Human, you have no idea what you are fucking with, human. I will destroy you in your sleep. I will scratch your eyeballs out, human. Oh, Mr. Penguin. You one of my favorites, even though I shouldn't have favorites. I do, because you're such a pretty good boy. Yeah, you are. Love me some Mr. Penguin. Okay, I'm sorry, buddy. Had to make you a star for a second. There you go. I brought one of the codes for a second. That's all he wants to do, though. They don't really want to be stars too much. And, uh, Piero, $2, 24-7 for 10 years. You att- you're an attack helicopter. God, I know, right? Just every fucking day, the same joke over and over again. Oh, are you triggered? Are you triggered by my joke? God, dude, shut the fuck up. It's so embarrassing at this point. Like, it's like worse than dad jokes at this point. Because at least dad jokes are, you, you can kind of, you know, you know it's coming from an uncle dad. And so it's kind of funny because... It's so uncool, but it, this, when it comes to somebody who thinks they're so fucking cool, who thinks they're a comedic genius, telling the same bullshit over and over again, it's just, you know, it, it's depressing. Pathetic. Pathetic is the right word. $2. Tips on not caring if someone dislikes you. Um, Stop giving a shit, right? Who gives a fuck what other people think about you? For, for one, really, only you know who you are. You're the only one living inside of your mind and you know you know the things that you do and you've done and that you think and what your beliefs are and how you behave. So really, very few people actually know you. So if they don't know you, how can their opinion of you be personal? It can't be personal. It's not personal. So why take it personally? Don't take it personally. And also, like, we're basically just hairless apes, right? You know, we're basically slightly evolved monkeys. Do you ever go to the zoo and then really worry about what the monkeys at the zoo think about you? I don't know about you, but I don't. Like, I'm, I'm more worried about the monkeys at the zoo think about me than people for the most part. But at the same time, eh, you just kind of kind of blow it off and don't worry about it. It's all good. Zai, I wouldn't be surprised if Blair was a narcissist. Well, obviously, Blair White's a narcissist. Everything is about Blair White. She's just such an unlikable person. It's like, she's like, hi, guys. Today, we're going to talk about the trans community. And, oh my God, why can't they all be like me? Look how well I try to pass. And look at these girls. They don't even try. Uh, if you don't put on makeup and you don't get a boob job, how can you expect anybody to respect you? Oh my God. It's like, shut the fuck up. God damn it, how is this popular? This is definitely a world where Trump is fucking president. It's annoying as shit. Anyway, in dust we trust. Hell yeah, thank you, Django Fett. I appreciate that. Don't trust me too much, though. Don't put me on a pedestal. I will only disappoint you. I'm doing the best I can, but I'm an incredibly flawed, ignorant, stupid, selfish human being. So, you know, if you're going to put me on a pedestal, make it a very low pedestal so I don't have very far to fall. Blair White's videos are legitimately hard to watch. They look like hostage videos. I know they are, right? 
It's just uncomfortable. She she doesn't talk well. She doesn't speak well. She doesn't come off as intelligent in any way. But she tells people exactly what they want to hear, right? She tells transphobes the same opinions that they want to believe, and it's coming from a trans person, so they love her. She's so brave. Oh, my God, she's so brave. She, no, she's not brave. She's a sellout who's doing it for money. I mean, it's obvious. So Anyway, Dusty, I have central dreams about your white hair. Well, you ought to. My fucking foxy white hair. Silver fox. Ah, what does the fox say? Logic. And uh, C. Bishop Davis, $1. Thank you, C. Bishop Davis. P- appreciate that. And Honest Red, hey, Honest, very generous. Give me uh, 20 bucks. You're 100% right about Blair, but Steve McRae is not transphobic. Okay. Like, I saw you guys talking about this, and he fucking misgendered Blair White. I'm sorry. You don't have to like it. I appreciate your $20. But we were talking about being partially gay. And we were talking about men who you see and you can recognize a man as attractive and and recognizing that man as attractive makes you partially gay. And I asked him specifically, are there any men he finds attractive that would make him partially gay? And he mentions Blair White, okay? So if he thinks Blair White is, her gender is female or a woman, then why would it make you gay to find her attractive? He was misgendering her. He absolutely was misgendering her. Now, if you guys want to retcon the whole thing and pretend like that's not what was happening there, fine. Okay, fine. That's cool. You guys should, you guys can pretend all you want to. But I was there. I know what happened. Anybody can go watch that video. He purposely misgendered Blair White because he thought it was cool and edgy to do the show on his television show or whatever, or his YouTube show. So, you know, maybe he's not transphobic. I have no idea. Maybe he has a million trans fans and friends and he supports them and it's all good. I don't know. But did he purposely misgender Blair White? Yes. Yes, he did. Sorry. You know, I I won't participate in this delusion you guys have that he was somehow just talking about her biology. No. Then why did he, why was he indicating that it makes you gay to find Blair White attractive? Because he was misgendering her, right? So, bullshit, but I appreciate $20 and uh, that's very generous of you. Don't mean to shit on you too much because you're the one supporting me the most tonight. And good lords, I need—I know, good lord knows I need the money for sure. Uh, all right, let's look, look at the chat real fast and see what the fuck's going on. Steve McRae is hella transphobic. Ah, he's one of these supporters of uh, rationality rules, and he's you know one of uh, Noel Plum's chud buddies. So that whole crew there to me is transphobic. Sorry, that's my opinion. I'm not actually sorry. I'm perfectly okay with saying that in public. Uh, Emrek, cult of personality, my friend. Don't kink shame. If my girlfriend has a penis, then that's my business. Yep, I got no problem with your girlfriend having a penis. Works for me. Ever been to Nebraska, Dusty? I don't believe so. You guys have a lot of cornfields up there, huh? Scary, like children of the corn. He wants you too, Malachi. He wants you too. LMI asshole, Dusty is on fire. Good mood today. I appreciate that. I am also in a good mood. I've had a pretty good week. I can't complain. I really enjoy doing the show. I hope I continue to do it for a while. Judd buddies. Yep. That's just my opinion. Who knows? I could be wrong. I'm not always right. I don't even know if I'm usually right. But uh, I sure act like I am. Confidence is key. All right. Let me continue with the show. Ooh, we already 50 minutes into the show. All right, so now we're going to talk about, oh, my God, you guys see this one? Milo, Milo Snuffleupagus, apparently he's decided to turn on all his Nazi buddies. You know, we all knew they were Nazis to begin with, but apparently he broke. He desperate. He's just lashing out at everybody, people he felt abandoned him. So uh, 
He released this video. We are coming back. Let me put on my headphones. I guess it's not a video. I, I think he, he actually set it to this picture. He created this video. But it's audio that he secretly recorded of Richard Spencer after Heather Heyer was murdered. Um, you guys remember Heather Heyer? She was the, uh, the activist that was... Shit. God damn it. My headphones are broken. I can't find the hole. My headphones are fucked up. God damn, I can barely hear what's happening here. Shit, fuck my life right now. All right, hopefully you guys can hear this okay, even though I can't hear it very well. I need to order me a new cord. I can only hear it out of one headphone. Anyway, so, uh, shit, that sounds terrible. He was, uh, after Heather Heyer's death, Heather Heyer was the uh, activist that got killed in Charlottesville. She got run over by the white supremacist dickhead who plowed his car into the group of people. And I guess after that, Richard Spencer was furious at the fucking media for accurately reporting what happened. And so he basically went to his uh, fan base of Nazi shitheads and started screaming and acting like an idiot about it. And this is what he said, uh, as released by Milo in secret. We are coming back here like a fucking hundred times. I am so mad. I am so fucking mad at these people. They don't do this to fucking me. We're going to fucking racialistically humiliate them. I am coming back here every fucking weekend if I have to. Like, this is never over. I win. They fucking lose. That's how the world fucking works. Little fucking kites. They get ruled by people like me. Little fucking oxaroons. I fucking, my ancestors, fucking enslaved those pieces of fucking shit. I rule the fucking world. Those pieces of shit get ruled by people like me. They look up and see a face like mine looking down at them. That's how the fucking world works. We are going to destroy this fucking town. Good Lord, this is so sad for so many reasons. And it's funny hearing his voice crack. But this just comes off of the, as a man who is so pathetic and powerless. Like, literally has no power, has no respect. Like, anybody is fucking looking up to him as he rules over them. He has nothing. He's a nobody. And my ancestors love these people for bad Good Lord, dude. What the fuck? And people act like racism doesn't still exist in this country. Racism is still not alive and well. And also, people were trying to pretend like uh, Richard Spencer was not racist. People are literally going in public saying he's not racist, which I'm going to show you in just a second. But anyway, it's just hilarious. The whole thing's fucking hilarious. In fact, let me play this one more time, just so you guys can get the sense of how fucking funny and also at the same time sad this we're is. We're coming back here like a fucking hundred times. I am so mad. I am so fucking mad at these people. They don't do this to fucking me. We're going to fucking racialistically humiliate them. <laughs> We're going to humiliate them. His voice cracked like he's a 15-year-old boy just going through puberty. And uh, you didn't know. You didn't humiliate them at all. They humiliated you. In fact, you can't even get five asses in seats when you go give speeches now because nobody gives a fuck about you anymore. That's how pathetic you fucking are, dude. It's just it's so sad. And I, I have expect Ricky Gervais to uh, Ricky Gervais to start shouting at Richard Spencer to own the libs now. I am coming back here every fucking weekend if I have to. Uh, he didn't do that, did he? Nope. Too scared. Like, this is never over. No. I win. They fucking lose. Nope. You lost. They didn't lose. I mean, Heather Heyer lost because your fucking racist piece of shit buddies killed her, but uh, you fucking white supremacist dickheads did not win. The optics were terrible. 
You guys went home crying, even your little uh, Nazi buddy, the crying Nazi. All of you incredible fucking losers. That's how the world fucking works. Little fucking kites. They get ruled by people like me. Little fucking octoroons. And, uh, okay, I looked it up, and an octoroon apparently is somebody who is one-eighth black. So, yeah, they get ruled by me. The Jews and the people that are one-eighth black, they're ruled by people like me. But I mean, the sad thing is, he's not wrong. Because that's the society we live in. We do live in a white supremacist power structure that has been formed for hundreds of years and still exists to this day. And he's basically just admitting it. You know, now he's not in any position of power because he's such a fucking pathetic weasel. No one really respects him anymore. But what he's talking about absolutely does exist. You know, he's just saying the quiet parts out loud. And uh, it's true. Like it or not, it is true. I rule the fucking world. This guy's been watching too much wrestling. It's like he's been watching Sid Vicious from the 90s. I am the master and the ruler of the world. No, dude. No, you're not in any way the ruler of anything. I doubt you're even the ruler of your own fucking household. Piece of shit! Get ruled by people like me! They look up and see a face like mine looking down at them! That's how the fucking world works! But the sad part is, though, what he's saying actually has happened throughout history. Assholes like this, these white supremacists, these incredibly white, fragile people, have looked down at minorities and murdered them. And, and minorities have had to look up at these terrifying, evil, white faces as they were killed. Generation after generation, this actually has happened. So, like, you guys can hate on this dude all you want to, which you should. You absolutely should hate on him all you want to, but... He's telling the truth about what this country is like. What Not just the country, but the world has been like for a long time, right? And you want to know why minorities are tired of it and they're rising up and they're fighting back now. You want to understand this? It's because, you know, this is the reality they lived in generation after generation after generation. Pathetic weasels. People who shouldn't be in charge of walking your fucking dog, much less in charge of other people, literally looking down at them as they murder them, as they crush their dreams. As they take their children from them and enslave them. And they brag about how amazing they are while they do it. Pure evil. Evil in its fucking purest goddamn form. We are going to destroy this fucking town. And people are like, it's just a free speech rally. Why do you hate free speech? No, it's not a free speech rally. It's a rally for white supremacists to intimidate people to frighten people, to terrorize people, to show their power level. And at the same time, they're literally trying to destroy the towns they're in, right? They've admitted it. It wasn't Richard Spencer that admitted this. I showed a clip a couple weeks back of another one of these. I don't know if it was the Proud Boys or, or it was the, it was the, I think it was the white supremacists behind the gay uh, pride parade who were specifically saying, we're doing these rallies because we're trying to bankrupt these cities. We're trying to punish this government. And so, yeah, that's why these cities don't want them there. It's not because we hate free speech. It's because they're literally trying to take the money out of our pockets. They're trying to, to waste our tax dollars on their fear-mongering terroristic bullshit. But, you know, all the anti-SJWs, all the conservative channels, they have it framed as it's a free speech issue. Why do you hate free speech? No, it's because you're fucking evil, dude. Bullshit. Bullshit. We have to start fighting back against this goddamn narrative. We have to start standing up to these motherfuckers and saying, hell no. You know, you are the bad guys. 
It's time for you to fucking realize it. It's time for you to stop being so fucking supported. Anyway, and he got punched. Gotta love to see that shit. So, I can't wait to see what else Milo has to fucking release. What other secret recordings he has. Because he's just lashing out at everybody. He's just gonna fucking try to take everybody down with him. And I, I agree with Chad here. No shade, but damn, imagine if you're a slave master... Or if your slave master had a fit as shit as Richard Spencer, sloppy as hell, really adds insult to injury. And look at this dude. Definitely the master race. Look. Oh my God. Imagine that's the face that looked down upon you as you were being killed. This is the motherfucker who thought he was superior to you and ruled over you and could take your life. Because that was his God-given right as a master race. I mean, good Lord. I totally understand why minorities don't feel like they're an... Well, they don't feel like they want to be part of the society. Why would you want to be a part of society like this? That was built on racism like this. That was built in a white supremacist power structure like this. Why would you want to be? I fucking wouldn't want to be. I hardly want to be, and I'm white as shit. It benefits me, and I hardly want to be. And um, so now we're going to listen to all the racist assholes who supported and lent cover for Richard Spencer. Let's start off with popular anti-SJW, racist shithead, no bullshit who is incredibly fucking popular, still incredibly popular, makes tons and tons of fucking money off YouTube. They still allow him to be on YouTube. People still support this guy, and this is what he has to say. Let's have a listen. But what's the big deal here anyway? I mean, I know every lefty and their mother gets their panties in a twist over Richard, but what's the real reasoning? They say he's a white nationalist, racist, white supremacist Nazi, but I think we're all smart enough here to know that's wholly untrue. At the most, you could say Spencer is a white nationalist, but is that really as bad as the left would have you think? I don't think so. He's white, and he loves his nation, which is also white. We are in America. So there's nothing inherently wrong with being a white nationalist, unless you buy into all this anti-white rhetoric going around lately. That doesn't make me racist, though. But what's the big... Yeah. yeah, folks. Why does everybody think Richard Spencer's a racist? We all know he's not racist. It's just the evil liberal media trying to convince you he's racist. He's totally a cool guy. He's just a white nationalist. And what's wrong with white nationalism? When has that ever hurt anybody? Right? So, God damn it, liberals. Fucking SJWs are out of control. But, yep. This guy makes more money than you, folks. This guy makes more money than you making videos like this. That's the sad, depressing state of YouTube right now. And uh, we're going to get into Lauren Southern in a minute shit on her, but let's keep going. Let's talk about Lauren Chen next. Lauren Chen, who friendly had Richard Spencer on her show. They had a nice buddy-buddy chat. Two, just two chuds talking about life. No big whoop. And here's uh, Natalie Wynn, also known as ContraPoints, going, here's conservative YouTuber Roman Millennial. Warmly receiving a Nazi propagandist in front of her 150,000 subscribers. And of course, Lauren Chen, Roman Millennial, wouldn't have it. She was like, no one, Richard Spencer included, is advocating people being killed. Calm down. That's right. Calm down. He's not talking about destroying people or ruling over them or his face being the one they see as they look up at him. Nah, he's a total chill, cool-ass dude. Quit freaking out, goddamn Natalie. You're blowing this out of proportion. And uh, let's look at some more from Lauren Chen. Beautiful, amazing Lauren Shen. Just saving this before it was deleted. And uh, oh no, I already read that. Already read that shit. Dusty had that on there twice. Um, okay, I guess we're gonna talk about uh 
Oh, yeah, here's, a, here's another one from Lauren Chen. So CNN had Richard Spencer on to tie Trump to racism. But now people are trying are tying CNN to racism for having Richard Spencer on. And uh, Richard Spencer's like, room temperature take, Lauren. And she's like, CNN is literally using you as controlled opposition against Trump. So that's fun. And he's like, uh, were you using me as such when you interviewed me? Was I not under deep state control when I praised Trump in 2016? I'd like to know. And she's like, deep state what? CNN thinks you're racist. Unlike me, Richard. I know you're not racist. They're just trying to have you on to smear Trump. They think you're racist. That's why they're using you. But I had you on because I really wanted to know what you think. I wanted to pick your brain as one awesome conservative to another. And, uh, yep. Lauren Chen, this is the woman who the largest skeptic convention in the world, MythCon, keeps defending. What's wrong with Lauren Chin? Lauren Chin's not racist. Lauren Chin doesn't do anything wrong. You guys are intolerant by not understanding how amazing Lauren Chin is. It's so depressing that the largest skeptic convention in the world is just Chud Central now. It's a conservative fucking propaganda network. That's all they do is put on... Hello? Okay, you're not there. Anyway. Um, but... I predicted it, folks. I said it, you know, I called it out. I said it, we're about to talk even more about this, how I basically gave up a giant part of my career for this shit, for calling this shit out. I've been calling this shit out for years, and they destroyed, all these people made videos about me destroying me over this. They, you know, we'll talk about it. I, like, I used to get hundreds of thousands of views per video until I came out against this shit, and they all made videos about me calling me a liar. And uh, I, I've been, how long have I been fucking telling you guys, right? And so let's look at uh, some... Lauren Chen, I guess. Not Lauren Chen. Uh, yeah. Here's uh, Lauren Southern. This is what Lauren Southern had to say when he she was on the Rubin Report. And uh, not only does Lauren Southern deserve to be called out for this, but also Dave Rubin. This is the kind of shit Dave Rubin is platforming. This is the kind of right-wing, white supremacist, Nazi bullshit Dave Rubin is allowing his platform to spread. So let's have a listen. So if it doesn't exist, then what? Well, you would you would agree that some of it exists, right? Like there's something there somewhere well, that's true. yeah. Even even the Richard Spencers of the world, like they're they're mis they're, even them they're kind of misrepresented as well. Like Richard Spencer is not a white supremacist. He is a white nationalist. He believes in a white ethno state. He doesn't believe in whites being superior. So the problem that's happened is so many people, I. Uh, have, they've never read fascist literature. They've never studied any of the far-right ideologies. They've just been told bigotry, 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 repeat bigotry. So they have no idea what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. So either they're, they, now they've gone in, they called everything Nazism, everything white supremacy. The word means nothing anymore. And then when you have Richard Spencer's come out of the woodwork that supports a uh, white ethno state kind of thing, they don't even know how to argue against him because they've never even heard the arguments in their life before. The only argument they have is bigot. So if there is a white nationalist, white supremacist uprising in America. It's simply going to be because the arguments against white nationalists don't exist other than bigot. Other when people than hear you can that. punch Nazis Exactly, in the and that's not a good argument. And it's literally bringing sympathy to the very, very few people that exist. Mm -hmm. So if it doesn't... This is uh, Lauren Southern, the one that went out to migrant boats and shine flares at them to try to make their lives harder than it is. These brown people who were just trying to make a better life for their children, who are risking their lives to try to make a better life for their families. And she's out there trying to make their lives hard as they can. 
to uh, make sure that they can't find the help they need. This is the kind of piece of fucking shit Dave Rubin was having on his fucking show, platforming all the time. And But to be honest with you, it's like I said here, in my opinion, it's not enough just to hold racists like Richard Spencer accountable, or Lauren Southern, for that matter, or even Dave Rubin. We also need to hold everybody who's signal boosted for these motherfuckers accountable because they're the ones that help make this these people more famous and help their hatred to spread. And they, yeah, let's shit on let's shit on shoe on head a little bit. The timeless wisdom of shoe on head. I never considered the difference of opinion of politics and religion and philosophy as a cause for withdrawing from a friend. Right? Here they are. Oh, look how cool they are. Oh, look at his face. I'm so cool hanging out with this white supremacist. Yeah, we're so awesome. Lauren Altright? No, she's not. Pick one and only one. While Lauren Wright is literally out there saying, Altright means I don't have to be ashamed of my heritage. Hmm. So, like I said, you guys might remember, like, people like to make fun of me all the time. Dusty, you're irrelevant. You used to be so popular. How far you have fallen? Yeah. The reason I'm not as popular as I used to be because I refused to take part in any of this shit. I started calling this shit out. I recognized what was happening a long fucking time ago. And I was like, no, I cannot fucking be a part of that. And so I called people like Shoe on Head out. I explained to her why platforming and signal boosting for people like Southern Lauren Southern was bad for our society. While she was sitting there calling black people apes. While she was sitting there defending Milo. While her boyfriend was out there spreading the white supremacist talking point that Antifa is actually more violent than white supremacists. I was calling these motherfuckers out and saying, no, you guys are taking the skeptic community in the wrong fucking direction. You guys are taking it towards conservative chuds, towards white supremacy. And every one of these motherfuckers made videos about me. Shoe on head, her goddamn fat ass ignorant boyfriend. Sorry, I don't mean a body shame, but fuck that guy. TJ. Every, every one of these motherfuckers made videos about me. Right? And most people, most of the people that still shit on me about this today, they don't even remember the videos they made. They don't remember what they said. They just remember that these people told them to hate me and they still hate me. Regardless of the fact that what I was saying was absolutely true about these people. And so, yeah, I think they should be called out for it still. Has she on head ever fucking apologized for signal boosting and helping Lauren Southern become more famous? No, she hasn't. None of these motherfuckers ever live up their fucking responsibility. They never fucking take responsibility for what they've done. And no, we should just forgive and forget. We should not allow them to fucking sweep this shit under the rug. You know? You want to talk about coalition building? Who wants to fucking coalition build with these motherfuckers who won't take responsibility for their actions? Not fucking me, right? So many examples of this. People are like, oh, that was Oshu. She wouldn't do shit like this. This is five months ago. Good luck with everything, Lauren, in real life. You were a good friend, and you'll be a great mother one day. Still, not only was she not called out this white supremacist asshole that she helped make more famous, she's still fucking sucking her dick, dude. And I'm not going to go into the chewing head too much, but it's depressing to see how many people would just let her sweep her shit under the rug without, making her, without expecting her to own up to what she's done. Any, none of these motherfuckers ever have to own up to what they've done. And I know what's going to happen, man. Blair White, in five years, is going to make this left turn and not apologize for any fucking thing she's done. Not going to apologize for throwing any of the trans people on the bus like she's thrown. Not going to apologize for fucking supporting Trump while Trump took rights away from gays and trans people. She's not going to fucking make amends for anything. And, and the left is just going to be, oh, look how many fucking subscribers she has. Shouldn't we coalition build? Let's just embrace her with open arms. Who cares if she makes amends for what she's done wrong? Who cares if she owns up to it? Nobody should have to do that, right? It was so long ago. No, fuck that. In my opinion, redemption is only possible when you own up to what you've fucking done and use it as a teachable tool to show people not only that you've changed, but why you've changed and why they should change. Otherwise, fuck you, in my opinion. So anyway, I'm just going to skip that. What do we got here? Uh, 
Uh, I guess I covered that already. Fucking shoe on head. Get off. I guess I'll take a break for a second and read the chats, but then we're going to go into some more white supremacist stuff because lots of white supremacy is happening this fucking week. Um, and her fans will be gaslighting, I know. She basically said, uh, the reason I never caught out Lauren Southern was because my fans don't even know who she is, right? You made a video about me. You called me out. Your fans know who I am. I was worthy to shit on. I was worthy to call out, but your fucking white supremacist buddy who spread the goddamn great replacement who was used in the manifestos of two goddamn terrorists who murdered dozens of people that's not worthy of calling out? No, it's a fucking cop-out because you don't want to fucking own up to anything you've goddamn done. You're fucking weak and goddamn pathetic. It's exactly what the fuck it is. Sick of our fucking fans making excuses for her. It's ridiculous. Uh, anyway. What does the chat have to say? Her kids are going to suck. I know, raise these little white supremacists. It should fucking be called out, folks. We, we, we shouldn't sit idly by and pretend like these motherfuckers didn't do this shit. And, you, and people were saying, well, she, I'm sure she didn't know. Yes, she did know. I told her. And what did she do in response to me telling her? She made videos telling everybody, don't listen to Dusty. He's old. He's only saying this to get fucking attention. I was telling the fucking truth. I told all you motherfuckers the truth about this shit. I fucking got shit on for it, goddammit. For three years, I took another fucking shit for this. For telling motherfuckers the truth. And I'm still fucking taking shit for it. It's old. That shit fucking gets old. Fucking gonna let these white supremacists fucking say whatever the fucking want to. Spread this fear and hatred. This shit's real. There are people dying over this shit, motherfuckers. This ain't a goddamn joke. Anyway, I'm sorry. Uh, gotta calm down a little bit. Just it's so fucking annoying, man. It just comes to a boil knowing that I've had to deal with these motherfuckers talking trash about me for three goddamn years over this shit when all I was fucking doing was telling the truth. These motherfuckers trying to destroy my career. These fucking taking everything from me. Lost 75% of my goddamn income when I'm just trying to fucking do, the, do what I fucking can to fucking help animals and shit because I fucking told the truth. It gets frustrating. My heart is fucking fine, dude. I'm all right. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I'll calm down. After the show, I'll smoke some fucking weed, and I'll just calm down a little bit. Just every once in a while, it just fucking gets to me. The shit I've taken for the last three years about this shit just blows up, and it just, ugh. It's annoying as fuck, and I still, like, I heard this shit today. People still saying the exact same shit to me today. They've been saying for fucking three years what I've been telling motherfuckers the truth about this for three years. It's just irritating. Fuck. All right, let me uh, let me read the super chats here. Um, Brenda N says, "Thank you for what you do, spreading logic and helping critters." Hey, I appreciate that, Brenda N. Brenda N. I like to say, you guys make this possible. You guys are the real heroes here. So as long as you guys keep supporting me, I'm gonna continue to do this as long as I fucking can, and I'm honored to be able to do this. Sorry for getting so mad. I don't like me getting mad. I don't like like losing my cool. I, I prefer to be calm and collected as much as possible. So. Uh, appreciate that, Brenna. James Hodge, 499. Hi, Dusty. I have a friend who consistently makes fun of the LGBT community, as he calls them mockingly. Any advice on what I should do? Um, stop being friends with him. You can choose your friends. Social pressure is a great way to make people change their behavior, right? I'm not going to have anything to do with you until you quit being a fucking bigoted asshole. So good luck in your loneliness. I don't need you as a friend. I have plenty of other friends. And, you know, be better. Like I say, all the time, social pressure is a great way to make people change their behavior. You know, it's other than it's, it's, it's the second greatest nonviolent way. I think the first way is money. 
You can change people's behavior with money, but it's not real change. It's just they do what you want to do because you pay them. And the second is pain, but pain is violence. And so thirdly, the best nonviolent way, in my opinion, is social pressure. So you have a tool to deal with these motherfuckers, and I suggest you use that tool liberally. Page Bello, $10 Canadian. Conservatives fail to acknowledge the complexities of bad ideas, policies, and dismiss their obvious connection to violence and discrimination with mealy mouth language. Been a fan for years. I totally agree, right? There's a different set of rules that they live by. They're always talking about uh, respect, right? Tolerance. But they're the most... Unrespective? That's not a word. Uh, intolerant people you can possibly get, right? They don't actually believe in that. Civility. That's the word they always use. You know, the left is so uncivil. Well, they practice the greatest incivility you would ever fucking see in your life continuously. But, of course, they have a different set of rules, so they don't call their side out about it. They just cherry pick and nitpick what the left does. And they present that like that is the entire left behaving that way by giving their own side a pass. You know, it's the same narrative they played out again and again and again. And they've completely fucking taken over YouTube by doing this bullshit. You know, it's 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 time for a change, but it's not changing fast enough, in my opinion. They're still the most popular, still making all the money. It's just like, when the fuck are we going to change this shit? When are we, we going to fight back hard enough where there fucking can't be hypocrites and make millions anymore? Is it ever going to happen? But no, people like Ricky Gervais are on their side now because they're so fucking fragile. They can't goddamn take a little bit of criticism. So they're going to jump on the sides of chuds and help make them more popular. Instead of owning up to the fact that they're not perfect, they make mistakes. And sometimes you goddamn deserve criticism. Take that shit. Anyway, hey, my Rich Uncle from Norway's back. What's up, Rich Uncle from Norway? Good to see you tonight. Really appreciate you tuning in. Gave me a 500 uh, Netherland crowns. But I think it's like 50 bucks, 55 bucks. That's very generous. I appreciate that. Sinai $5, what would you say to people who don't know Shoe on Head is cozy with fascists? They don't know. They, they haven't, like, researched her. Like, she calls herself Mama June because she's so defensive of all these chuds. Like, you go look at anybody who criticizes Blair White. June is right fucking there, Johnny on the spot to defend her no matter what. Always has been. It's what she always fucking does, right? Milo. She was right there, Johnny on the spot to defend Milo as they were racistly bullying Leslie Jones every fucking time. She's right there to fucking defend these people. Those are her fucking people. Always been her people. So, all you have to do is go, I say go watch her videos, but you do better watching my videos than her videos. Like the time that she posted fake quotes from feminists in order to smear all feminism. That's her entire career. She's the most famous anti-feminist in the world, still today. And she built her career off lies and smearing people. So we're just supposed to accept her because she's almost 30 years old and dresses like she's 15. And hee hee, she's so cute. Dusty, you're blowing this out of proportion. Fuck no, I'm not. Hell no, we need to stand up this bullshit. Allowing her to sweep this shit under the rug, it sends a bad message to everybody. Because what the fuck reason do they have to ever behave well when they don't even have to apologize for the things they do? They can always just delete their fucking tweets. They can unlist their videos. They can pretend like it never happened. They don't have to own up to it. They don't have to fucking admit they were wrong. And we're just supposed to act like it never fucking happened? Hell no. Fuck that. If you guys want to be that way, go ahead. I'll be over here in the corner by my fucking self, and I'll be happy to not be with you motherfuckers. Absolutely. Um, Beast Nation, 2009, $5. Damn, just got in here. Dusty is mad as fuck. I feel you, Dusty. Like, I don't even like getting mad. I don't like that. I just sometimes, sometimes I just get... Sometimes I get a little triggered. 
as you might say. And uh, hey, $20 from TK421. Love you, Dusty. I love you, TK421. That's very generous. And I really appreciate that. All right. Uh, 45 minutes to go. We're going to talk some more about this fucking white supremacist bullshit because there's so much of it on the Twitters today. Since apparently my job is to cover what Twitter's doing. Somebody's got to cover that shit. Um, so I guess this was breaking news that happened, I think, earlier today. Uh, a white supremacist, 20, 20-something, was going to blow up a Jewish synagogue, kill a bunch of people. So uh, if they would have caught him, we would have been hearing about this on the news tomorrow the next day probably, about all these people that died. Luckily, they caught this guy. But this is exactly what normalizing, popularizing, and signal boosting people like Lauren Southern have done. Giving her platforms on places like the Rubin Report where she can spread her bullshit and she can uh, apologize for people like Richard Spencer and make him look like he's not a goddamn racist. This is what that shit led to. Breaking news now, federal authorities have arrested a 27-year-old accused white supremacist who they say planned to bomb a synagogue in Colorado over the weekend. Josh Campbell is a FBI, a former FBI supervisory special agent, a CNN law enforcement analyst. So Josh, what do you know about what was planned and, and who this uh, young man is? Yeah, what we're learning, Brooke, is a chilling portrait of a suspect who is living freely in Colorado, espousing disgusting hatred uh, of Jews. And I want to describe at least what federal officials are saying about this person. I'll warn our viewers that some of his language is disturbing, but I think that it is important at least to hear a summary because in 2019, uh, there are people like this living among us espousing such hatred. Uh, according to the FBI, he spoke about Jews and the Holocaust, uh, saying that Jews needed to die, describing them as a cancer and ants, uh, at one point bragging to an associate that he had told a uh, member of the Jewish community to F off or he would kill them. And what actually uh, got him on the attention of federal officials was uh, in trolling through uh, Facebook, uh, FBI undercover employees made contact with this suspect, began a uh, conversation with him where he had described his desires as white supremacy and Nazi beliefs and the like. That transpired to him actually declaring that he wanted to start a holy war with the Jewish community. And throughout the conversation, which was controlled by the FBI, they introduced additional undercover agents uh, who asked the target, well, what, you know, what is the target here of your uh, beliefs? What are you trying to do? He said that he wanted to bomb a synagogue in Pueblo, Colorado, going so far as to conduct reconnaissance on this target. Uh, he wanted to bomb it in the middle of the night, asked by an undercover agent, what if they were people inside? He said, I don't care if they die, they're Jews. Now, he was taken into custody Friday night by federal officials as he attempted to inspect pipe bombs, uh, inert devices that the FBI had provided for use in this attack, taken into uh, under arrest by federal officials. He is charged with impeding the exercise of free religion as well as explosive charges. He's in federal custody now. We expect to hear from officials at 2.30 p.m. local time in Denver for additional information on this. Well, this is just serious, folks. You know, this is what the radicalization on the Internet has led to. This is exactly what I've been trying to fucking talk about for goddamn years. This is what I couldn't be a part of. Like, this is frustrating. God damn it. The people that help cause this atmosphere have never had to fucking take any goddamn shit for it have never had to fucking own up to what they've done and they still don't and it's fucking pathetic it's pathetic this fucking community just lets these people get away with this shit over and over and over again doesn't expect them to own up to anything fuck this it's like I, it's why i don't want to be a part of anything it's why i don't want to be a part of any of these goddamn communities no one has any fucking backbone to stand up to anything. As long as you're cute and you're popular, that's all that fucking matters. It's a popularity contest about all this shit. It gets old as fuck. And uh, 
Here's another clip. Nazi asshole. This is what happens when Nazis are confronted with their own words. This guy's trying to lie about it. I'll just play you the clip. For months, I'd let Mark's views go unchallenged, knowing that a confrontation would jeopardize our relationship. So I went back to see him for what would be our last encounter. I don't really have any affection for Hitler at all. I mean, you can say, you can say I do. There's no Nazi paraphernalia around my house. It's not to do with Nazi paraphernalia around your house. It's to do with the things you've said to me. Well, you know, you can, we, can, we can say, you can say that I've said things and I can deny them, but, which I'm sure we can go into, but I have no, I have no great affection for Hitler or the Third Reich. You have told me that Hitler's Germany, 1930s Germany, was a better place to bring up children than Arlen is in 2002. You've told me that you can't understand how, when people look at the Nazis marching and saluting in the street, they can fail to be inspired and feel a sense of nostalgia for that. And that National Socialism was the best solution for Germany in the When did I say these things? Have you got any evidence of me saying these things? You said these things to me in, in, in your car on a trip to Bradford. Did I say these things? Where's your evidence of saying these things? Mark, don't... Where is your evidence of... Mark, why do you think I remember these things so well? Well, you can say anyone said things like this, but without evidence, how can we... OK, if I had, if I had evidence of you having said that, would this change the conversation? If you had evidence of me saying that, then obviously I would have, would have said it. OK, Mark, you said it, and, and it was all recorded. Really? Yes. Well, can you leave my house, please? I don't know what to say. You've betrayed me. You know what I mean? We were talking personally about things, and I was talking about... You know what I mean? Mark, as have a journalist, I have a responsibility to report what I find. And what I found in you was somebody who was a very deep and complex character. You've... Had a, a Dave, can, can, you, can I answer this in a minute? Can, I, can we take this off and answer it in a minute? So he takes it off and leaves. Like, I never said that. You don't have any proof I said it. We recorded the whole thing. Oh, shit. Can you leave my house? Yeah, motherfucker, I'll leave your house. I already got everything I needed from you. Fucking rent. Just look at the face. Look at the look on his face. It's like, oh, my God. I am fucked. Holy shit, they know I'm a Nazi now. Yeah, name and shame these motherfuckers. And speaking of motherfuckers that need to be goddamn named to shame, I'm about to get mad again. Holy shit, this happened right here in Mississippi. These motherfuckers went out to Emmett Till Memorial. Now, if you guys don't know who Emmett Till is, basically Emmett Till was, uh, I think he was a teenager at the time. He uh, went into a Mississippi grocery store and had the gall to speak to the woman behind, he was 21 years, no, he was, uh, he was 14 years old. He's 14 years old. Went to a grocery store and had the gall to speak to the white woman who ran the grocery store. And she admitted later in life that she lied about what happened. She claimed that he flirted with her. So her husband and her husband's brother went out and murdered him, shot him in the head, threw his body in the fucking river, and then they were acquitted by an all-white jury. And later on, they admitted, because double jeopardy was in place and they couldn't be convicted again, they admitted they fucking did it. And so they made a monument to this guy in Mississippi, Emmett Till, and he's obviously a figure in the civil rights movement because, you know, he's a, a very good... Um, symbol of exactly what racism has caused in Mississippi and all over the South and all over the world, actually. But um, specifically here, you know, this is what happened. If you dare even speak to a white woman, they'll lie about you, murder you, and get away with it. 
So he was an icon. So they put up this uh, monument for him, and the monument started getting bullet holes all in it. They started shooting it up. Fucking racist assholes would run by there and shoot it up because who gives a shit, right? Fuck that darky. Who cares? He talked to a white woman. He should have been killed. I can't believe you're putting a monument up to that darky, right? That N-word. And so these fucking racist assholes went out to this monument, and uh, they got caught on the security cameras there, and you can actually hear what they're saying. So let's listen to what they're fucking saying. That's right. Where are all the monuments for white people? Uh, can you point out a white person who was murdered because they talked to a woman in a grocery store and they were lynched and shot and killed simply because of the color of skin? Can, can you name that? Because that doesn't happen. In this country, generally, you are not uh, harmed for the color of your skin when you're white. It is not usually held against you. It is usually a, a plus because we live in a white supremacist power structure, right? So this is just such an amazing example of the white fragility movement. These white people who have always had it made, who have had a whole country that it was specifically designed for them, but just because other people suddenly want a little bit of that, want a little bit of quality for themselves, can't fucking have that. No, hell no. We want what we've always had. We want white supremacy. So fuck that. So they're out here, you know, trying to make a mockery out of it. And then, of course, this is hilarious. The uh, They have an alarm on this because, like I said, redneck white supremacist assholes keep going and shooting up the thing. So the alarm starts going off, and watch all these motherfuckers scramble like cockroaches. Yeah. Run, motherfuckers, run. Yeah, get in your car, motherfucker. Get out of there. That's right, you fucking assholes. And goddammit, I wish this video was not as grainy, but if anybody out there knows who these people are, name and shame these motherfuckers. Let's make these motherfuckers famous. Absolutely. Do I think they should be fired from their jobs for this? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Fucking call their bosses. Make sure these motherfuckers never work again. Hell yes. Is that cancel culture? Fuck yes. Why not? I'm all fucking for that. Destroy these motherfuckers' life. I'm tired of this shit. Tired of this goddamn fucking racism in this goddamn state. It's embarrassing living here with these motherfuckers like this. It's time to stand up and fight back against this shit. I'm gonna sit there idly by and be an embarrassment to the fucking world over and over again my whole fucking life. Mississippi's been a goddamn embarrassment to the world because of motherfuckers like this. Fuck these guys. Destroy these motherfuckers. Sorry I'm yelling at the goddamn microphone, but goddamn this shit fucking pisses me off. I'm tired of having to explain to people why you live in Mississippi. Why you move back there, Dusty. It's frustrating. Fuck. Anyway, let me move on. Still got a lot to cover. Sorry about your eardrums. I know I'm bursting you guys' eardrums, but uh, Dusty, man. I smoke some weed, too. Just smoke some fucking weed and everything. I just want to do that on the show. Thought I need to calm down a little bit. Didn't seem to help. So anyway, uh, people have been talking to me about this uh, feud that Nick Fuentes, Booger Eaton, Nick Fuentes, and I guess Charlie Kirk are having. I'm not really going to cover that too much or anything, but uh, Nick Fuentes is a white supremacist, white nationalist asshole. He is the new leader of this new conservative movement on YouTube, and uh, he's so racist, even the people at Talking Points USA are distancing themselves from him. And him and his white supremacist buddies are having a feud with Talking Points USA because Talking Points USA is always out there claiming that they're all for free speech. That's how they always frame all this shit. Oh, it's just free speech. Why do liberals hate free speech? But now all these white supremacists are trying to infiltrate the organization and they ain't having it. Talking Points USA is shutting them down. They're doing exactly the same thing that, you know, liberals have been doing. 
saying, no, we don't want these fucking racist assholes on our platform. We don't want to give these guys an opportunity to spread their hatred, you know, through us. So fuck them. Suddenly, it's not a free speech issue anymore when it's happening to you. But anyway, here's an example of Booger Eating Nick eating a booger live on air, and then his nose start bleeding because I guess he picked a good one. Digging for gold. Right, pick that nose. And ooh, yeah. Ooh. Stealthily. Stealthily eat that booger. Yummy. I can't mm. tell you, like, every person yeah. in my family, when I came back for Thanksgiving, on both sides of my family were like, yeah, oh, nose is bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I picked my nose too much. It's oh, bleeding. No. Yeah, I might not want to eat your booger so much there, booger-eating Nick. But anyway, uh, white supremacists aren't sending their best, folks. They're just not sending their best. It's They are the embarrassments you think they are. But at the same time, fuck these motherfuckers. Holy shit. Ugh, angry, dusty smash. All I'm gonna fucking do. And speaking of t- Turning Points USA, this was kind of a weird ass video. Um, this kid's basically asking them questions about uh, supporting. It- it's basically white supremacy. You know, they can frame it however they fucking want to frame it, but that's exactly what they're talking about right here. And this kid looks to me to be mixed. So let's have a look tonight. All right, so according to the U.S. Census Bureau population projections, in 2045, whites will account for less than 50% of the population in the United States. Given that the Democratic Party's policies do not point towards the maintaining of our American ideals, and given the most groups other than whites overwhelmingly vote Democrat, how can we be sure that said American ideals will be maintained when millions of immigrants come in with majority Democratic support? Can you prove that our white European ideals can be maintained if the country's majority is no longer made up of white European descendants? If I got one boo, but most of them were cheering him. But this kid, doesn't he look mixed to you? Like, what the fuck are you thinking, dude? You know, with, with white ethno state, you're not invited to the party, right? Holy shit, dude. And what he's talking about here is pure white supremacy. Oh my God, the Democrats are going to invite all these brown people in. And how do we know that our white European culture is not going to be faded out once all these brownies get in there? Like, for one, who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck about your white European culture? It it doesn't matter what color people's skin are, folks. It does not matter. People are basically just biological machines. Our brains are just biological computers. Does it make any difference what the color of your computer case is? Does it make any fucking difference at all? No. What matters is the programming, how it is programmed. So it's just so stupid in every fucking way, but it's just, you know, and, and... these people are less racist than the other side I just showed you. That's how far to the right the goddamn conservative movement is these days. That's why we fight, folks. It's exactly why the fuck we fight. And speaking of more examples of this shit, this is the goddamn lawyer for the Proud Boys. You know the Proud Boys, Andy Nogo's buddies? The one he puts fake videos out of or edits, deceptively edits it to make them look like they're not actually the violent ones, to make Antifa look bad? Uh... Everybody's been calling them out as fascists forever. And they're always like, you guys call everybody fascists. You guys have used that word so much it doesn't mean anything. Well, this is their fucking doctor, their lawyer, outright admitting it. Why? I am a fascist. The reason is simple. I do not believe in free speech or free press, and I won't. Both strictly regulated. E.g., I support licensing requirements for the privilege of posting content on the internet. I do not believe in universal suffrage, by which I mean I do not think anyone with a pulse who is over a certain age should be permitted to vote. And there should be restrictions on that right. Similarly, I do not believe in the free organization of political parties and believe that 
Left-wing parties and candidates should be outlawed. I don't believe just anybody should be allowed to immigrate here. Heck, for many of the same reasons as above, I do not believe in natural-born citizenship. Finally, I think there are some... What? I know you agree with me. I am very good at this. I agree. All right, enough jabba-jabba for now. Anyway, you guys get the... You guys get the hint here. Shh. All right, baby. I hear you. Outright admitting that he's a fascist, and so many of them are. Like, he's, at least he's saying it. At least he's admitting it. You know, there's so many of them that feel exactly the same way, but they know it's not popular to say. It's not popular to say the quiet part out loud, so they keep that shit to themselves. But, yep. This is modern-day conservatism for you folks. This is the Proud Boys. It's all about free speech, folks. Why don't we just give them all our platforms? The best ideas went out the end, right? It's just all a fucking fairy tale. All right, got 30 minutes to go. Let me read the chat, see how you guys are doing. Uh, meow, meow, I know, right? They jabba-jabbing. Lots of jabba-jabbing. Not the po'boys, that's what they should be called, but they get a lot of funding. Billionaires love to support these motherfuckers. Uncle Ruckus? Hell yeah, Uncle Ruckus. He's a little kid, I know, but that's the kind of guy that watches Blair White videos, the kind of guy that's engrossed in the anti-SCW culture that I've been speaking out against for years. It's exactly what I've been saying is going to happen. These are the young, impressionable minds who are going to be affected by this. It's exactly why I could not be a part of any of that shit, dudes. Uh, more like disaster rays. Khaki pants and polo shirts, I know, right? They're such chads, aren't they? Hey, cats, they're agreeing. I know, they agree with everything I say. I got my own little cat cult. Cult of Dusty. That all makes sense now. All right, let me read the, uh... Let me see if I got any more super chats. Super chats? Lifeblood of the show! One more super chat. White lefty Southerners need to be loud. Yeah, we got to speak out against this. Like, somebody needs to. We've been quiet too long. That's why these motherfuckers have taken over. That's why these motherfuckers are not afraid to go out in public and do shit like that. Because they have not been stood up to enough. Because the social pressure has not been put on them enough. Because they don't realize they will be ostracized. You know, they will be pariahs of our society. Because they're not pariahs of our society. They know that they can go back to where they came from and their friends won't abandon them for shit like this. Their families won't uninvite them to Thanksgiving dinner, and they absolutely should until we make this happen, until we apply the social pressure to these motherfuckers where they will not show their face in public if they behave like this. This shit is never going to change. Fuck these motherfuckers. All right, more Super Chats, please. Would really appreciate it if you can. Oh, well, hear me. Read your shit. And uh, next up, this is gold, folks. I am not fucking making this up at all. <laughs> now, I know it's hard to believe, but I don't ever Google myself because I don't really give a shit. You know, I it, I just assume it's going to be somebody shitting on me and why would I bring that negativity in my life? So I just don't, you know, ever pay attention. But uh, somebody pointed this out to me and I went and checked and this is absolutely true when you Google me. when you go, They actually misspelled my name. They actually, uh, but I did go check. You type in Dusty Smith. This is what comes up. It's my picture and I love this picture of me looking very skeptical. But underneath it says, Dusty Smith is known throughout the Southeastern paranormal community as the Ghost Lady, a nickname acquired by being certified as both a ghost hunter and a paranormal investigator. Holy shit, universe. God damn it, the programmer god has outdone him or herself this time. Because, like, I spent my entire life being against this type of thing, trying to spread logic and reason and opposing all this supernatural grifting bullshit. And then when you type my name in, that's what it fucking has me as. The ghost lady, certified as a ghost hunter and paranormal investigator. So that's pretty fucking funny. But the face I'm making here is so perfect. It's like I'm chastising Google. Like, really, motherfuckers? Really? This just shows you how 
primitive the algorithm still is. And speaking of the algorithm, folks, if you have not already liked this video, like the video right now, goddammit! Do it for Al Gore! Do it right now! That's all the fucking Google algorithm cares about is likes and comments, so if you're watching this recorded, leave a comment. Help me out. If you don't have money to support the show, that's a great way to support the show through the algorithm. But the algorithm is very primitive still. Like, even I, I can't program the algorithm, but I believe I could set up rules for the algorithm that is better than this shit. I don't know who is fucking designing the rules for Google, but you guys need to step your game up because this shit shouldn't fucking happen. Google should know the difference between me and a ghost hunter who's a paranormal investigator. I'm sorry. It would not be hard to write rules that help Google to figure that shit out a lot better than this. But anyway, it's still very funny. So if you guys want to Google me, uh, that's what you'll find if you do so. Awesome, awesome. Very, very entertaining. And uh, going to look at some Halloween shit. I thought this was cool, Breeze. Now, I am pretty sure this was set up. I'm pretty sure this wasn't something that happened spontaneously. But this is also awesome. And it's an awesome concept. <laughs> Sorry, folks. That's a little loud. Do it on Jesus. Dude floating around in a cloud like Jesus. And of course, just as Jesus would do, he takes bread to the homeless. Yeah, you got food? There you go. Yeah. And I don't know if that was like legitimately on the spot or this was something set up. But either way, pretty fucking cool. If you have to be Jesus, that's the sort of Jesus you want to be. The type that actually cares about the poor and looks out for them and... I thought this was the best costume I saw. This is a very, very simple costume. Let's see if you guys get it. I <laughs> get it? Come on, Eileen! And they did. They came on Eileen. And hell yeah, why wouldn't you? You go, hottie Eileen. And uh, this kind of thing is why I don't believe in UFOs or videos of UFOs. Because, uh, uh, no. God damn it. Um, I gotta mute the music because they'll fucking copyright strike me. You gotta love capitalism. But anyway, shit like this happens all the time. Like sometimes you see something in the air. Like I've seen videos, it looks like people are flying in the air. People are floating. But I mean, for all you know, it could just be a fucking balloon that got swept up in the wind. And imagine that was a couple hundred feet in the air, flying around. And you'd be like, oh my God, it's aliens or Superman or some shit. So people just kind of see whatever they want to see. So that's why I'm very skeptical about everything. It's possible aliens visited. It's possible there are UFOs all over the place. Not saying it's not true. I'm just saying I have not seen enough evidence to believe it. I am skeptical. And this is part of the reason I am skeptical. And this video went viral of this uh, cute little Dracula boy. And he uh, walks up to this house. And uh, there ain't no candy in the house. Or in the bowl, actually. So he's like, oh, shit. There's some kids coming up. And there ain't no candy in the bowl for them. They're going to be so disappointed. So this obvious, this awesome little kid clearly has a really big heart donating his candy over there so the kid doesn't have to be disappointed so they can get some candy for their own. And you go, boy. I think they actually announced what his name is, but I didn't see it, and they kind of made him popular. So I like to see that. People that are doing good and getting rewarded for it by society. It warms my heart. And speaking of Halloween, this is not a Halloween mask, but holy shit. Apparently, they have new anti-surveillance mask out there um, because, you know, they have all these uh, cameras that can scan your face and tell what your identity is. Uh, so they put these masks out that people can wear, and it looks like Tim Pool. Holy shit, that's creepy. Imagine a bunch of fucking Tim Pools everywhere. A whole world of dim tools. No, thank you. 
I think I'd rather have them read my identity through surveillance cameras than be the cameras than be uh, surrounded by a world full of temples. That is too terrifying for me. Talk about a goddamn Halloween nightmare. And uh, speaking of temple, always lying temple. Trump and the mega crowd embrace a free spirit and a more lax standard. Bullshit. You're talking about conservative Christians, motherfuckers. Conservative Christians do not embrace a free spirit and more lax standards. I mean, how? What kind of shill do you have to be? to publicly say this with a straight face. As someone who has been a... It, I haven't been a Christian my whole life. I was a Christian for 33 years and has lived in the most conservative Christian state my entire life. To claim this in any way is so unbelievably stupid. Only either an outright liar or someone with a brain of a drosophilia would say something like this. But he's a con man. We know Millionaire Ten Bull will say anything to appeal to his right-wing crowd. If you make a bad or offensive me, no one will cancel you on the right for the most part. Yeah, if I can tell that to, uh, what the hell is the guy's name who kneeled during the football game? Still hasn't fucking found a job. I mean, you know, they cancel people all the fucking time. Look how many boycotts they've had. It's continuous. The left is using snooty elitist outrage, which makes people scared and feel bad. I mean, just so stupid. But Tim Pool himself had a movie canceled. They canceled this movie. This movie was actually supposedly making fun of liberals. It wasn't even an anti-Trump movie or an anti-conservative movie. But Tim Pool read the synopsis of it and saw the trailer of it. And he complained so fucking much about it, they canceled the fucking movie. God damn it. There's just such a fucking different set of rules for these motherfuckers. It's frustrating. But yep, Tim Pool makes more money than you. Takes more, makes more money than me. That's the world we're living in right now, folks. We should be depressed by it. We shouldn't just we like sometimes I'm like we should just accept it. You have to smile, you have to laugh to keep from crying. But we shouldn't really accept this. You know, we should be mad about it. I feel bad about getting mad, but I shouldn't. Righteous outrage is the right move here. You should fucking be outraged by this. This is a fucking shitty world. It's a shitty system. And they're continuously lying to us. They're insulting our intelligence continuously. And they're fucking making millions doing it. And we should be mad about it. You know? But it's bad for your health. So you got to calm down a little bit. My buddy Vadim had a funny video about it. I don't know if you guys saw this video he made. But uh, it's Jordan Peterson's weirdest grift ever. I'm not going to go into the whole video or anything. But basically he points out uh, this thing that Jordan Peterson did before he got famous. See, before Jordan Peterson finally figured out how to get millions of dollars by lying about trans people. Um, he was trying all different kinds of grifts. And one of the, one of the grifts that he did was he wanted to print out these Pokemon stickers that said anti-PC. And he wanted to have uh, people go out and put these anti-PC stickers on any posters for any movies or in classrooms or any posters that thought were PC. Cause it's cool. You could be a, he actually called it a sticker cobra. You could be a secret stealthy sticker cobra. When nobody's looking, you can put these stickers, these anti-PC stickers on posters, and it's so cool. Oh, the kids are going to love it. It's so hip and edgy. God damn it. It's about the most cringe thing you've ever fucking seen in your life. It's hard to believe this weird ass grifting son of a bitch has... I mean, it's not hard. I say it's hard to believe, but it's not hard to believe that he's become a multimillionaire and become respected by so many in the right-wing community because, you know... What are we talking about here? That's what we always talk about. That's the world we're living in. It's all shit. It's all shit all the time. And apparently it's my job to call it out. And uh, I never saw this porno, but I want to watch it, to be honest with you. I'm Michaela Peterson, and today I'm going to tell you how my dad's meat cured my depression. And yep, that's the casting couch right there. I recognize that couch. Uh, yep, incest is definitely popular in porn. You guys haven't noticed that? There's lots of Freudian reasons for that. 
I made videos talking about that years ago. Still true. Still funny. All right, let me take a break and read the chats real quick before we continue on with the show. What you guys got to say in the chat? Jace, JP is so feminine. Well, there's nothing wrong with being feminine. I don't have a problem with him being feminine at all. I have a problem with him being a lying grifter. That's the problem I have. The fact that he's a giant fucking dork and people try to insult my intelligence by telling me how cool he is, that also is not optimal. But, you know, you can be feminine and all you want to be. I'm very feminine myself in a lot of ways. I'm a preening peacock. Dusty is a beautiful bird. Uh, let's see what else we got here. What planet is he living on? Uh, the planet where he gets paid a million dollars to say this bullshit. He's a millionaire. So, you know, if you want to make money, he's doing it right. Got to give him credit for that. Why, Dusty, we really need you there? Yeah, like I moved back to Mississippi. A lot of the reason I moved back here because I think this is the place I'm needed the most, you know. You, the vaccine is needed where the disease is, right? And it's the most Christian state there is. I feel like I belong here. But there's more regions that I'm here than that. Mississippi actually generally is a really good place to live. And there's a lot of really good things about it. Southern hospitality is a real thing. And, uh, you know, I'm just sad that I can't be proud to live here because of all the fucking shitheads that make it impossible for me to be proud to live here. I have to be embarrassed to live here for no reason. That makes me mad. Um, You discussed Oedipus, Dusty. I didn't really go into Oedipus, but I did talk about my time in porn and how uh, we used to test everything we posted. And when we would test things, the uh, titles with uh, incest or, you know, even if you didn't outright say something incest, if you were just hinting at incest, they always did extremely well. So I could tell something was up. All right. Let me read the Super Chats and I'll continue with the show. Got another 15 minutes in the show. Still got plenty of shit to cover. Meant to say, all right, let's see. Uh, crazy Legs, 324, Hey, thank you, Crazy Legs. That's very generous. I appreciate that. Yo, Dusty, I live in Louisiana, and the rich white part of Baton Rouge recently voted to split from the rest of the city. When they drew the boundaries, they clearly cut out the black neighborhood. It's called St. George. I'm not surprised to hear that at all. That's uh, gerrymandering, right? That's what they do all over the place. They, uh... Cut the black people out so the black votes actually count less and they could put more right-wing douchebags in office. And probably when they do this too, they can have all their tax money go to just their own schools, their own little rich white schools, and they can cut minorities out, which has happened, you know, forever, right? The poor neighborhoods have worse schools because the uh, property tax dollars don't go to those schools. And so it has a snowball effect generation after generation after generation that compounds on each other which is why we have the situation we're in now, right? It's no wonder minorities are so frustrated. You know, I'm frustrated and I'm fucking lily white, almost glow in the dark. The entire society was built for me and I'm frustrated. Can you imagine how they fucking feel? Yes, I can imagine. I, 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 don't, I don't know for sure because I don't have that experience myself, but I can imagine and empathize for sure. And I do. Appreciate that. Uh, Piero, $2. Duck, duck, go for the win. My mom uses that. I still use Google because Google's still the best in my opinion, but it definitely has a lot to be desired. Thank you for that. Intellectual Dark Wave, $5. No one will cancel you but Jordan Peterson and Dave Rubin. Give my music some likes here on YouTube. All right. Get, give a shout out to what your music is so we know. I meant to say JP and DR will die. Will die you for defamation. I, mean, I guess you mean sue, but yes, they would definitely sue you for defamation. They do not give a fuck about free speech. They just use that as a ploy to con people out of their money. When it comes down to it, they have threatened to sue many people for saying things they didn't like. They don't give a shit. I always say there's a different set of rules for them. 
Meant to say, sue you. Fuck my life. Hey, keep fucking up. That means you have to give me money in Super Chat so it works for me. James Hodge, $4.99 in pounds. Give me some of that funny money. In 2016, I used to be one of those anti-SCW types until I realized that way of thinking is not healthy. I am still to this day trying to redeem myself. I feel the same way. Like, I barely got into it a little bit. Like, I was in that one video with TJ questions white men have for social justice warriors or something like that. Where I was in there with a bunch of other fucking chuddy people like Armored Skeptic and Undoomed and Chris Reagan, Pretty Lady. And, you know, it was just, it was bad. And so, yeah, I'm embarrassed about that shit. I'm trying to make amends for it. Uh, So hopefully I'm doing an okay job redeeming myself. But like, in my opinion, if you're not willing to own up to the mistakes you made and try to make it correct, why why do people forgive you? That's what I understand about shoe on head. She just swept all this shit under the rug, never fucking admits to what she's done wrong, never uses a teachable tool. Why do people just accept that? It doesn't make any sense. You have to hold people accountable. If you don't hold people accountable, they never have any reason to behave. You have to make examples out of motherfuckers. It's the only way we're going to be able to create a society that's better, in my opinion. Shit, I could be wrong. I'm a fucking moron, but that's what I think. Anyway. Go talk about ContraPoints a little bit. Apparently, ContraPoints put out a video for her patrons, and she was talking about the Buck Angel situation. And uh, she had one quote from it that I thought was interesting. There's certain leftist cis boys on Twitter who are extremely popular in the trans community because they tweet these virtue signals where they tweet trans rights. And I'm like, ouch. Like at first I thought she might be talking about me, but then she said extremely popular. So she's clearly not talking about me. So other people pointed out, and well, then I thought she might be talking about Vosh. Uh, and maybe she was, I don't know, but... Other people pointed out that she might be talking about H-Bomber guy because after that she mentioned something about uh, Donkey Kong says trans rights, which is uh, kind of H-Bomber's thing or whatever. So, and But it kind of bothered me a little bit that she's saying that people that shout out trans rights, like I do all the time, are virtue signaling. You know, a lot of us are just trying to do whatever we can, right? We're, you know, it, 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 I understand it's not much. I understand it is kind of slacktivism and it takes nothing to tweet out, but it's something, you know. We're trying to show solidarity, at least in a small way. So to shit on us for that, I don't think it's very cool. Even though I like ContraPoint still, I think she does good work at de-radicalizing people. I'm not trying to shit on her too much. You know, I I, I think this is something that... She was doing this live, and I think this may have slipped out. I think if she had to do it all over again, she might not have said this exactly like she said it. So anyway, I just thought it was interesting. And uh, I also agree with this. There is no insurance industry that should be kept alive. And I totally agree. This is so fucking insulting. On behalf of the Allstate Insurance Company, we are writing to you about an important change in the status of your Allstate homeowner's insurance policy. In the past several years, Californians have endured several of the worst wildfire seasons in the state history. In fact, blah, 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 blah. In the coming weeks, you will be receiving an official notification to let you know that Allstate will not renew your property insurance policy at the end of the current contract. And then down here... Your business is important to us, and we value the relationship we have with your household. Yeah, your business is so important to us that we're ending our business relationship with you. We care about you so much, but fuck you. You're too much of a risk for us. And that's exactly what goddamn insurance is. It's a scam, folks. Shit like this definitely makes me want to be more of a socialist or whatever has to happen to have the government take over this kind of shit, because these motherfuckers who break everything down into a dollar sign. They do not give a fuck about you. You're nothing but money to them. That's what unfettered capitalism brings to you, and that is not good for anybody, in my opinion. Disgusting. 
And uh, I actually agree with Sarah Silverman here. No one becomes a billionaire without screwing people that got them there. Perfect example. Jeff Bezos, or however the fuck you pronounce his name, new Washington, D.C. home, two adjacent mansions, purchased for $23 million, will have 25 bathrooms. How much is this motherfucker shit? What are you eating, Jeff Bezos? I don't think you need 25 goddamn bathrooms. 287 fire alarm sprinklers and 1,006 light fixtures. Meanwhile, undercover author finds Amazon warehouse workers in UK peed in bottles over fears of being punished for taking a break. So that's capitalism, folks. This motherfucker reaps the benefits, sucks every goddamn dime out of the system he can so he can have 25 bathrooms. Meanwhile, his employees are so frightened of being fired that they pee in bottles. How does anybody justify this shit? But they do. They fucking do. They fucking run YouTube right now. Conservatives have taken over fucking YouTube right now because of this shit. Hard to believe, but this is the sad goddamn world we live in. And Classical liberal pointing out, three of these are available in Kanye's store for over $200 a piece. And one of them I made in paint in one minute. Guess which is which? Can you guess, folks? Which one of these $200 ugly-ass shirts that Kanye is conning people with religion into buying was made in MS Paint in five minutes? Is it this ugly-ass shit? Was it this? Oh, my God. Look how horrible this is. $200, folks. A fool and their money is soon parted. Oh, my God. So ugly. Oh, God. What in the fuck? If ye can, we can. So can you guess which one is fake? They're all real, folks. Trick question. Every one of them is in his store for $200. These motherfuckers are just grifting you, selling you religion, selling you the religion of your oppressors, selling you the religion of your slave masters, and so many in the black community are eating this shit up, swallowing with hook, line, and sinkers, and licking Kanye's nuts as he grifts you, motherfuckers. You should be angry, but you're not. And uh, speaking of the grift that keeps on grifting, did you hear about Brunchella? Apparently before one of Kanye's uh, Sunday church concerts, or whatever the fuck they're calling it, they had a $55 brunch that you could sign up for. And this is the kind of food they were serving, motherfuckers, at the $55 brunch. Two pancakes and some sad-ass bacon, dudes. Somebody else said, this is what I got. $55 for that shit. Like, seriously, you guys kind of deserve it a little bit. And I think there might be some evidence that maybe Kanye didn't get the money from this. I don't know who got the money from this, but it doesn't fucking matter. They're just attaching themselves to Kanye's grift and you guys are falling for it. And, uh, you know, good. Fuck you guys. Fuck you guys for supporting this shit. You deserve it. I'm tired of feeling sorry for you about it. At some point, you have to be to blame for your own stupidity, in my opinion. Fuck Kanye, but also fuck you too for rewarding him for this bullshit. And, uh, let's see. I guess I'm going to skip ahead here because I only have about five minutes left on the show. Last chance to get a Super Chats if you want to help support the show. I would pull a cat over here, but all the cats are sleeping. I have like five cats right in front of me, and they're all sleeping so soundly. I hate to wake them. Um, all right, let's skip ahead. Uh, I might show some of this on the next show. Save it up. Let's see. Did you guys see this one where Joe Biden was speaking to the fucking wall? Holy shit, dudes. It's so depressing. That as bad as Trump is, the goddamn Democratic Party are trying to give us candidates, they're almost fucking as bad as Trump is. Like, what in the fuck? Folks, I learned something early on from my family and my mom and dad. Was it where the camera is? They said, Joey, nobody is better than you. 
Yes. But everyone are better than you. is your equal. Everyone is your equal. And folks. No. A lot of people are better than you, Joe. Folks, a lot of people know where the camera is. I learned something. They don't talk to walls and shit. What the fuck? God damn it. How did my Alzheimer's uncle get the, one of the top slots in the Democratic candidacy? Just crazy as fuck. And uh, delete that. I guess we're going to talk. I was going to shit on uh, Andrew Yang, but I'm going to save that for the next show because I only have a few minutes. So I'm just going to uh, fast forward to the palate cleanser because we've been talking about so much horrible shit tonight. So depressing. So let's just get forward to the fucking palate cleansers, I guess. So one of my favorite videos now on the internet. Look at this cute little motherfucker. I'm going to get on the swings. as a swinging button. Nope, you're not. Just lay right there in your shame. How do swings work? Not like that. And uh, I would think it's one of those fainting goats, but I don't even think it was one of those fainting goats. It's just a clumsy ass goat, but he's cute as shit. He's just a cute little motherfucker. And uh, I want to love anything as much as this baby loves his fucking head scratcher. Okay. It's okay, baby. So Look how excited he gets when he sees it. He's like, oh my God, he's so excited. <laughs> oh my God, can you get any cuter than that? Oh, fuck me. That is painfully fucking cute. Oh shit, I want a baby now. Holy shit, that's some cute ass shit right there, dudes. Wow. All right, that's a good note to end on. Definitely will help cheer me up. Hope that cheered you up some. Let's finish up by reading the chats. If I had any more super chats for the show's over. Insurance is gambling. And the house always wins. Yeah, it was that Chris Rock that says uh, it should be called in case shit. You have insurance in case shit. And if shit don't happen, should you get some of that money back? That's my Chris Rock in person. Hey, Cam Ruby gave me $24.99. That is very generous, Cam Ruby. I really appreciate that. I'll put that to good use. Intellectual Dark Web. Check out Cold Feet by me to pwn Steven Crowder. All right, check out Intellectual Dark Wave's song, I guess. Cold Feet to pwn Steven Crowder. We all know Cold Feet Crowder is scared as fuck. Of Cedar. What's his name? It's not, I was going to say Steven Cedar. It's not Steven Cedar. It's uh, what the fuck was that noise? Um, Sam Cedar. Cold Feet Crowder, scared as fuck of Sam Cedar. I don't blame him. What the fuck are you talking to? That's Siri talking. Shut the fuck up, Siri. Well, I don't give a shit, Siri. Shut the fuck up. No one's talking to you. Don't respond to shit, motherfucker. Stop listening to me. It's a private conversation between me and my audience. Goddamn, Siri. Um, all right. Uh, James Hodge, four ninety nine in two thousand sixteen. I used to be. Oh, I already read that. One. All right, that's all my super chats. I really appreciate that, guys. It means a whole lot to me. You guys were very kind to me tonight, and uh, will allow me to do this for at least another week. Let's see what you guys have to say. Love the palate cleansers. Thanks. That's no problem. I have, have something in there so you guys don't immediately go slit your wrist open for the show. Thanks for the best channel on YouTube. No problem. I really appreciate you guys tuning in to the greatest podcast in the history of mankind, according to my dad, daddy, who never lived to see it, and. Uh, I guess that's it for me, folks. I will be back Friday, 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 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern for another blockbuster show. And I hope you guys will join me. Tell your friends, like the video, guys, right now. Take the time. Like the video. Please like the video. And also, like, come back in five minutes when the show is up and, like, leave a comment. Leave, even if you watch this thing live, come back and leave a comment on the recorded version because it helps me with the algorithm. If you can't help me another way, that's a great way to do it. And also... Patreon.com, French Last Podcast. That's a great way to support the show. And there are links in the description of this video to merchandise and uh, ways you can tip me directly. So if you want to help out, lots of ways to do it. Please do so. I'll see you guys Friday. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for tuning in. Really appreciate this. It's an honor to perform for you guys. See you soon. As always, till next time, Logic, Trans Rights, 
gay rights. Fuck yes. Good night, dudes.